It's the 4th of July weekend. That means it's time for grilling, beers, fireworks, vehicular manslaughter, and meat hooks. This week, we're watching. I know what you did last summer. We're watching it, and you can watch it with us, so you know what time it is. What's up, Moon Goons? Welcome to the Horrible Horror Podcast, the podcast where we watch the worst of the worst in horror movies, movies so bad they're scary. I'm your host, Lord Marshall Hampton. With me today, Aaron. No, I lied. He's still gone. He's still out on hiatus. But with me on this 4th of July weekend, you know him, you love him, Mr. Nachos McWerewolf. Where would that be? Sounds delicious. Rusty, because we I, uh, did about two weeks. We were off. Um, I took a one week off because it was kind of it was Father's Day weekend. It was spending time, and then I had. Uh, I guess that's a good. Excuse. Yeah, and then another week I had my daughter's uh, dance recital week, and that was like nothing. A whole week of dance picture days and dress rehearsals and recital nights. So it was just you know what I'm like I don't have time to do that as well. Sorry, buddy. so um, but yeah, it's July weekend. We're back. Um, uh, we're doing a little watch along this week. Doing a, a watch along episode. We haven't done one of those in a while. Um, part of that's because uh, this movie goes. It's a Fourth of July horror movie, so it fits the day. And another part is I'm feeling kind of lazy. Didn't want to do all the work to, on a regular episode. Hey, buddy, your podcast. You do whatever the fuck because you want. Because I've been busting my balls for the very for a very special episode we have coming up. Uh, something like we've never done before on the show. I'm hoping it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, it's, we're going to, it should be a panel, an all-star filled panel of guests for this one. I'm going to keep it a little hush hush for now, but, uh, it will be called horrible horror masterpiece theater. So let that sink in your noggin and, and torture your little brain cells till we get till the next, till that comes up. Um, but that said, um, so we're doing a uh, watch along. I know what you did last summer this week. Um, before we get into the movie proper, a few things we always need to mention. One, I want to shout out to the Here Comes the Spooky podcast. You know them from hey, Nachos hey. there, and you can check them out. Uh, they just did wrapped up their season, did yes, their sir, season yes. wrap-up episode. Your second favorite podcast. So uh, they'll be on a little bit of a hiatus for a few weeks, but uh, you always get, get up on their backlog, back catalog of stuff. In the meantime, also you can check out the Horrible Horror merchandise store at HorribleHorrorPodcast.com. Get all your new shirts and uh summer shirts and uh 
nice pint glasses for your beers and uh, all oh, sorts geez. of fun shit. Um, check that out. And uh, I think you all, yeah, we have a Patreon page if you want to join that. That help us out a lot. You can check that out. Um, and you can also check out if you have any uh, comments, questions, complaints. You just want to tell us to go fuck ourselves or leave us drunken messages. There's the hotline at seven four. I think it's seven zero four four suck it or seven four zero one of the two. Seven zero four seven four zero four suck it. You know what? Call the hotline if you think you got it. Cool. Yeah. If, if you not, leave somebody else. Yeah. Fucking you're gonna leave some, some, uh, you know, harass somebody else. Um, <laughs> right. Why are they so mad at him? <laughs> Yeah. Um. So, yeah. So before we start the movie, let's get into uh, kick off this background stuff like we always do. So I know what you did last summer it was released on October seventeenth of nineteen ninety seven. Um. Interesting because they obviously released it in time for Halloween, which is horror movie season, you know, obviously. But it's also a summer Fourth of July movie, so it kind of you almost makes sense and recent more in the summer when the you know summer. I guess maybe they didn't want to compete against the summer blockbusters, but it's so an interesting. I mean, it makes sense to do it in October, but at the same time, it's a summer-themed one. You should release in oh, summer. Yeah, they release Gremlins in the summer. That's obviously a winter movie. Yeah, that's a yeah. Uh, so it was written by Kevin Williamson, based on the novel written by Lois Duncan. I don't know many people who realize this movie was actually based on a novel when I they know. watched it. Um, of course, Williamson is famous in the horror, uh, horror community now because he also wrote The Faculty, uh, Teaching Mrs. Tingle, 128 episodes of Dawson's Creek. 45 episodes of The Following, which was the coolest show for a while. Oh, wow. 171 episodes of The Vampire Diaries for all the teenage uh, vampire-loving high school girls out there. Uh, he wrote the Scream TV show, that whole scene on MTV. Never saw it. And, of course, all the Scream movies he's responsible for. Uh, I did watch the Scream TV show. Uh, it was very, came in like, you know, kind of very similar to, like, I, well, most recent, I guess, say the Chucky one. It's just it's a high school drama. Basically, there's high school drama, only there's this ghost face running around and ran for like two seasons or ghost something like that. Um, directed by Jim Gillespie, uh, who also directed the 2005 horror movie Venom. If you remember that one, it took place in like Louisiana swamps. That was that was all right. Uh, I've actually been thinking about wanting to rewatch because I was like, man, I wonder if that'd be a good one to do on the show. So I've had that on my radar to rewatch because I haven't watched that since it came out in 05. They take that fucking disturbed song, I'm not the one who, or who. So far. That's not disturbed. That's uh, Godsmack. Ah, yeah, the other day. Voodoo. Yeah, they just jam that down your fucking throat every opportunity they get in that movie. Um, Cast. Everybody should know the cast. It is a very famous cast. Julia James, our main girl, played by... the one only the beautiful Jennifer of Hewitt, uh, and God bless her and those beautiful tits of hers. They're the ghost whispers. They are. Those things whisper to me in my dreams. Um, the titty whisper. The titty whisper. My <laughs> God, I had such a thing for Jennifer of Hewitt back in like at this time, like between like ninety eight and two thousand two and stuff like. That. Oh my God. Was she party of five? She was party okay. of five. It was yes. Scott Wolf, who's from yep. Belleville. He is not from Belleville. Let me have <laughs> Everybody in this area says he's from Belleville or Collinsville. He's not. He was born in Jersey. His dad lives in Collinsville, but he is not from here. He did not go to school here. He might come and visit his dad every now and then, but... <laughs> Horrible horror facts. Is he bummed? Yeah. It's just funny because like, everybody in this area like clings on to that for some reason. He's like, we have Scott Wolf! We, like, a few celebrities that come from the area are like, we got Scott We really don't. He was born in Jersey. I don't think he even went to school here. His dad works here and lives in Collinsville. Well, I just got spanked. <laughs> I only remember that because I, I think my wife was bringing that up and talking about that a while ago. I was like, 
I was like, my, I don't do that's not my thing. That's ah, your thing. Ah. Um, so anyway, I was like, I gotta look this up because I don't think that's true. And I looked it up, and yeah, I, I was like, got on the old Wikipedia machine and, and uh, look, and uh, yeah, he's not from here. Um, anyway, moving on, we got Helen played by Sarah Michelle Gellar, Buffy herself. That's right. Uh, this was her first major film role, and then after this movie, it kind of went on to, which helped her land the roles in both Scream Two and the Buffy Show because of this movie. Um, she's also the voice of Seventh Sister in Star Wars Rebels and Tila in the new Netflix Masters of the Universe Revelation series. So she does some I other clothes. Yeah. Good for her. Yep. Uh, Barry is played by Ryan Philippe. Uh, blonde guy with curly hair from... Uh, stuff. Stuff. Most likely was that. It was like the teen sex teaser thing with Selma Blair and something. Oh, uh, it was like the... Uh, uh, God, what was that called? Uh, not basic instincts. No, cruel intentions. Yeah, cruel intentions. Yeah, like yeah, he was in that. And I didn't jack off to any of those <laughs> at all. Uh, we got Ray, played by Freddie Prince Jr., who's uh, most people know him. He has a very he's got a very good acting career. He's also had a very successful voice acting career. That's right. Which may be even more successful than his regular acting career because he's done some of the favorite my favorite voices of his and some of the, and big things he's done that I love. He's Lieutenant James Vega in Mass Effect Three. Really? Uh huh. He was a uh, Caleb Doom, dumb, uh, in Star Wars: The Bad Batch. He's a uh, Canon Jarrus in Star Wars: The Rise of Skywalker and Star Wars Rebels. Um, and he is Iron Bull in Dragon Age Inquisition, which are some awesome games. Uh, and of course, he's gone. To, he's uh, a uh, Fred in the, the Scooby Doo franchise now. He's in that. And, and uh, old girl is Daphne Blake. Yeah, uh, Geller, right? Yes, Sarah yes. Michelle. Buffy. Yeah. Fun fact, when I found out he was, you know, the lead dude in Rebels, I just referred him as Jetty Prince Jr. now. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, what were they? Where were they? Uh, oh, Max, played by uh, Johnny Galecki. Uh, I'm, I remember at the time, I barely recognized him, but he was David in the original Roseanne, and yeah. he's uh, Leonard from The Big Bang Theory. Um, he was also Rusty in National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Yes, he was. I did not know that, but again, I wouldn't. I'm not an expert on the National Lampoon Vacation movies. I don't. Fun I, little nerd fact, real quick. Uh, David's character on Roseanne once wore a uh, the indie comic Milk and Cheese T-shirt. Yeah, I saw that, and that blew my fucking mind because I'm like, why and how out of everything? But uh, yeah, it was kind of weird. It's a little weird. A little weird there. Should be like that milk and cheese, though. <laughs> um, all right, so, and then we have uh, Melissa Egan, played by Anne H. She's most famous for her butthole. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a remake, dude. It's like a remake. Let's um, never forget. Never Let's forget. Let's take a moment to commemorate Anne H.'s butthole. Anne H.'s take butthole. Let me pop my... Uh... Anne H.'s oh, butthole. There we go. Pop my summer shanty is my drink of the day because it is summertime. But Marshall just opened his beer and Anne Hage's bottle. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then Elsa Shivers, played by Bridget Wilson Sampras, better known as the hot teacher from Billy Madison. That's right. Uh, who's married to tennis star Pete Sampras. Um, Yo, and Sonya motherfucking Blade. Yeah, that's right. She and Sonya. Yeah, she was Sonya Blade in the first Mortal Kombat movie. That is correct. I can't believe I forgot that. She has the hottest resting bitch face. She does, man. She, I, yeah, everybody loves. I know I was like crushing hard on her in Billy Madison. She was so oh, hot, I and I think she was. Um, and I think she was in the uh, House on Haunted Hill remake. Yes, yeah, she was. With Very not, short part, small part in that, but she was in it. With not James Wood, and I want to say was that Tyrell? 
fucking know. No, uh, Tyrese. Thank you. No, it Tyrese? Was like Tyrese Jr. Tyrese? Tyrese Light. Tyrese Light. Because <laughs> um, I know fucking Jeffy Combs is in it. Yeah, Jeff Combs is in it. Um, what the hell is that? Oh, it's a toilet. It's a toilet running for some All reason. Right. That's loud. That's scary. I hope that's not... I don't know. That's going to be a fun thing on the mic to listen to. Hope that doesn't come And through. it's done. And it's done. All right. All right so, like I said, watch along. We've done enough rambling here. Uh, let's move. get on with the movie. We have this loaded up. Oh, you can watch this... Uh, a lot of places right now. It's easy to find. You should. Streaming, you yeah, I'm. Wa- we're gonna watch it on uh, HBO Max right now. So that's what we have it right loaded up. We're right at the uh, the uh, little uh, Columbia. Columbia, thank you. The little the torch. The torch. Statue of Liberty torch the, lady. The crack pipe. Uh, logo screen. So here we go. Gonna... No to the last summer. Turn up that volume. You know, I did last summer. Not a goddamn thing. <laughs> <It's> a fucking <laughs> COVID. <laughs> fucking COVID. Yeah, Columbia. There you go. Let's get the vibe going so you guys can hear it in the background. All right. We're in. Here, kitty, kitty, kitty. Here, kitty. Here, kitty, kitty. The jungle, it came alive and took him. <laughs> ah, it's a tiger. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just... <laughs> Having fun? Yeah. <laughs> Mandalay Entertainment. In case you didn't see it the first time, here's the yeah, <laughs> here is the second time. Big <laughs> Moritz, Moritz, yes, fucking type O negative in <laughs> your ass. Right off the bat, I know what you did last summer. I'm not gonna lie, in my six CD changer, I have, uh, what is it, Bloody Kisses by Typo Negative in there. It slaps. <laughs> you know, 90s music, man. Oh my god, yeah, dude, this is. I remember this having a decent soundtrack. Yeah. Jit? Brigitte? Brigitte! And Hage. Butthole. Can't go by her butt. Mimi Watson. I don't know why we're reading the credits. <laughs> I mean, we can talk about this uh, immaculate. This immaculate co- co- uh, coastline long shot of the what's supposed to be the North Carolina uh, shoreline. I'll buy it. <laughs> I was a chubby kid, so I couldn't wear like the mesh top. Yeah. Like, uh, that Cedar Predator too, where they fucking twisty net pulls it on the guy, and like all the lumps are sticking. <laughs> right. <laughs> I was fat. It's okay. I'm still gone. I'm right. And it kind of looks like the road fucking Doctor Strange sunk his car off. <laughs> <laughs> That stretch of road is just taking place. I didn't realize how long this opening shot was. They are really milking this coastline. It is busy, but this is cool because, like, I think, yeah, there's old boys sitting there. And there's Waldo. Yeah, there's Waldo. Yeah, so we got the little guy sitting on a cliff. Looks like he's drinking. Double fist him. 
drank some cliff drinking, dude. <laughs> I got a locket that says something that nobody can read. It's like you angle it to the camera and can read it better. You still can't read what the fuck that thing says. Do it! Do it, pussy! Jump! <laughs> Kill yourself! What? What? Yeah, rubber boots are great for fucking mountain climbing. Yeah. I'm gonna look at this locket some more. Not even a locket, it's like a little spinning necklace thing. It's a proto fidget spinner. <laughs> yeah, early days. It's like John Cena's locket from the early days. Oh, man, I have that Reference to the spinner belt. And then the mayor's like, we're not close to the beach. <laughs> this town needs money. Alright, cut to the 4th of July Broker Festival. Yeah, not, not the, the musky festival. No, not musky, no. Welcome, Croker Queen Finals. I don't know how these girls are supposed to be like high school age, right? Going up to college. The girl next to Sarah Michelle Gellar in the pink lipstick, she's like 25. And I'm okay with that. <laughs> she got held back like a lot. A lot. <laughs> Yes, lean forward. Look at them titties. Look at that cleavage right there. Burn down an orphanage. Some meth to time. Someone's full of themselves. Let's see, I was. You probably did not get a chance to see this in the theaters. You were probably too young oh, at the time. I saw this in theaters. Oh, you did? I was like uh, eighth or ninth grade, give or take. I was doing shady shit. I guess, I guess it led you. Surprised they let you in. I'm trying. I'm trying to remember if I saw this in the theaters. Now, part of me says yes, I did see this in the theaters. But another part's like, no, I don't think I did. I can't remember. I didn't see part two in theaters, I'll tell you that much. Again, I might have seen part two in theaters, and I might not have seen this one in theaters. I just, I cannot remember the life of me if I did or not. Part two, because I'm almost positive I saw it at the Keep Four with the Phantom Bastard and the Atomic Scarecrow. That's a safe bet. Uh, I love when they spoof this part in Scary Movie. Scary Movie was just ripping on all of these. That was oh, yeah. so good. The first we, we, we covered that briefly uh, on a spoofs episode we did way back when we did a scary movie. That's top shelf, man. The first one, yeah, yes, is it, yes. it? Yeah, the first one is actually pretty decent. A lot better than I remembered it being. I like the second one, but it's a different monster. And then I jump out when the Wayne brothers are done. So am I. Yeah. Oh, fucking bucket hats are back now. Oh, God. Yeah. 
I hate fucking hats. Same. Man, I'll tell you another thing about while we're talking about hats that I hate. What's that? And the people who wear them. It's probably more the people who wear them than the hats themselves. Alright. But and I saw two of these people at the zoo the other day when I took uh, my daughter there. Those animals. Um the, the, the hippie hipster douche nozzles that seem it necessary to wear heavy wool caps in like 90, 100 degree heat. I don't, get it, but I hip, don't understand. What? Hips are popping. Oh, yep. Yeah. yeah, anyway, what were you saying? I, yeah, I'm sorry. Hats or something? Love Hewitt's tits distract me. Um, I, just, I, I don't understand that. I would never understand why people think like. I need to wear a wool hat when it's like 96 degrees outside and sunny. I don't like, know. Why? You just want to make your head itchy and sweaty? Like, what? why? What's the point? It's like uh, kids that wear hoodies in the summertime. It's like, well, that's unnecessary. Yeah. Oh, yeah. David from Roseanne is a, is known, is a renowned pugilist known for his fisticuffs. These fisticuffs. It is outlandish Danny Brooks. <laughs> Donnie Brooks, sorry. God, Freddie Prince is like a giant compared to everybody else in this movie. No, no, no. Either, either they're really, really short, or he is just a giant of a man. I love his fucking dumb mouth. He, he's just like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know, I know David Galecki's kind of short because oh, from yeah. watching him on uh, Big Bang. But I didn't realize how short Ryan Phillip, F- Felipe was. But Jesus Christ, Freddie Prince is a giant. All right, so we, we cut to the beach scene. They, they've left the festival, and now they're all at the beach, around a campfire, around a shipwrecked boat. And they're telling the ghost, the the, the, the urban legend of the hook, man of the hook hand. I've heard everyone. I've obviously heard every one of these versions, but like they were like different. Like I've heard like the the the, the version of the guy hanging above the car, dripping blood on there, and his feet scratching against the top. But it was not through the hook man. It was like a different urban legend. And then there's the man with the hook who like when they leave and they get home, they find the hook hanging on the doorknob. Like I've heard like all these ones, but they weren't the same story. They're all the different. What did you think about it? That that story should be retitled. Uh, retitled. Uh, delinquent teenagers steal from a handicapped. <laughs> I mean, dick move. What's next? Wheelchair robbery? Honestly, you you wouldn't even have that really anymore because I don't know how many car doors have like their handles that are yeah, like not like where you could actually like how they want to say like exterior whole, handles. They're all like built in protrude. protruding handles. Yeah, yeah they're, they're all like built into the car now with the little flap. You wouldn't be able to hang the hook on them. So you can tell how dated that is from like back in like the 50s and 60s and shit. Oh, no doubt. Do we do subtitles or is that crazy talk? Uh, subtitles? Yeah. I mean, you're cool with that. Uh, I've never... Let me see if I can even pull them up. Uh... Subtitles. English? I mean, we can learn how to There you go. Hell yeah. Alright. Subtitles are on. I'm gonna be a kicker back in the sports ball team. <laughs> he's got some beach making out. Oh, he's gonna get sand in his vagina. 
Yeah, like I always like the idea. It's like, oh, making out, having sex on the beach and the ocean. That sounds great. But then, like in practice, you're there, like, fuck that. The sand everywhere. See, Anakin does not like to fuck on the beach. No, like I don't. That's it. It's just so close. It gets everywhere. <laughs> I can't imagine a girl having sex with me just getting sand off on the vag. That would be... I can't imagine what that would be like. Yeah, that could be awful. So, yeah, they're basically talking about how after the summer, everybody's going their own way after high school. He's going to Boston. She's going to a different school. Sarah Michelle goes to New York to be an actress, and Philippi football dude is going out to be a football player somewhere, blah, blah, blah. We're just getting berated right now by a classic Kevin Williamson snappy dialogue. Why are they doubling up the subtitles there? <laughs> you know, that... Two times, two times. Two times. <laughs> going off to college, off to college. Off to... <laughs> it's your fucking shine box. My heart. Aww. Oh, I thought he was going to pull out a cock. <laughs> Try it on, honey. God, Jeffrey, you will love you. You just get it. Yeah, get that scholarship. <laughs> yeah. From a fortress of sheets. Hmm. It's like a pillow fort. Yeah. This is the most fucking arbitrary random lyrics. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I know. I've never paid attention. Yeah, there's a double up, double up two time. <laughs> they ran out of dog food. It's like weird 90s lyric stuff. That is weird. It's like if you play it with an acoustic guitar, you could just say anything, basically. Put him in the trunk. <laughs> Put him in the tree. Belongs in the trunk. Yeah. Ray's got a baby dick too. Stop it. Is that old crow they're drinking? Uh, no. Or wild not. turkey. It's like fancy boy shit. Gobble gobble. <laughs> I'm I'm really curious now what he's supposed to be drinking. I want to see the label. They showed it earlier. It's like. Thank you. I want to hear loud rock music. Yeah! Woo! Party! Yeah. Irresponsible teenage actions. If any of the listeners know what he's drinking, call him the hotline. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> let Marshall know. Or the random guy you call because yeah. I gave you the wrong number. <laughs> and here we go. Boy hanging out the fucking room, back at Coleman. Yeah. That's always got me. Like, has everybody okay? Yeah, they're okay. Are you bleeding? You think? It's not my blood. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yes. You, you do have two people from the Scooby franchise in here. Bring your homicide. Bring. <laughs> If you had Matthew Lillard, you got three people from the Kevin Williamson horror universe yeah, in there yeah. now. Oh, I 
Wait, that dog was wearing boots? A boot? They had a boot. <laughs> Where's the other one? They always travel in pairs. Two time, two time. Alright, so Yeah, they hit the dude, they're looking for a body now. Yeah, I just realized <laughs> some dead air there. Uh, She's got fucking pipes on. Yeah, she does. Is it is it is it is it dead? His boot had a body. That's weird. Just do it, Nike. It's okay. I'm fine. You know, I'm so fucking dumb. I never realized that's the dude from the beginning of the movie on the fucking uh, the stuff on the on the thing. Is it, is it, is it, is it, is it dead? What the fuck you mean, is he dead? Motherfuckers, they there's all sorts of, all sorts of shit come out, man. <laughs> is it, is it what the fuck is that from? Some <laughs> Wu-Tang intro. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. <laughs> all types of shit, shit come out, brain shit, or whatever. I forget that part, but yeah. I don't know why. Ever, ever since I first heard that, like, I just always laughed at, is it, is it, is it, is it, is it dead? <laughs> This is just like a uh, masterclass in bad decision making right here. Yeah, I mean, I'd probably do exactly what they're doing. I mean, if, if you think, like, Freddie Prince is completely right here. Call the cops. He would not have been like. Well, they're all rich white people. Yeah, yeah, one right there, they all get off on that. But, too, I mean, they really, it's a, it was an accident. They do it come out. He's like, dude, I'll go over. They'll never believe I was drunk. Like, they breathalyze you. You're not drunk. <laughs> Oh, he is wrong when he says... He spilled booze all over the car. Yeah. But still, breathalyzer. Yeah, breathalyzer. Blood test, all that. You do a hair test, and you tell, like, he wasn't drinking. It was an accident. Oh, he is wrong when he says they're going to fry because he says it's manslaughter. You don't get you don't get the electric chair for manslaughter. I don't even think they do that shit anymore. <laughs> I don't know what the uh, corp, uh, capital punishment law is in for uh, in North Carolina if they have the death penalty or not. They make you fuck your cousin to death. <laughs> That's by South Carolina. Yeah, my bad. I'm sorry to the Carolinians. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they don't give you death penalty for manslaughter. That That's that's like, here's five years. You're actually, they're actually making their, if they did go to prison, they're making it much worse by trying to hide the body by dumping it in the ocean. Right. Much worse than if they just call the cops. A classic example of this man hit himself with a car to death and then jumped in the ocean. Yeah. Kind of fucked my brain. 
I'm confused. What ghost? Ghostface Killer does Pop Mojo? No, what no, Ghostface? Uh, from voice? Scream, the Scream franchise, the dude that just does exclusively Ghostface's voice. I didn't realize there was a guy who did his voice. So they had like a James Earl Jones guy who just does the voice? Yeah, yeah. it's like something Jackson, I don't know. Huh. Also, yeah, way to leave. That would make sense. Yeah, the Mojo Jojo. What's your favorite scary? I can kind of see it. What's yeah. your favorite pop of girl? <laughs> Buttercup. Yeah, yeah. People say bubbles. I respect them all, honestly. I respect them all, but I'm a, I'm, oh, a butter, no, I'm a buttercup guy. No, my favorite Powerpuff Girl is Bunny. Do you remember when they made a Powerpuff Girl sister? Yes. And she was like, it's the word, um, it's that word Aaron doesn't like. Hmm. What is that word? Retract? Redacted. Redacted? No. Pterodactyl. No. Uh, return? Return? Oh, no, no, I don't think it's return. Uh, Shit. Fuck. I don't know. Is it... Retarded! 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 Retarded. That's yes, the word. Yes. Retarded! Mentally yes. inept. <laughs> Earth. Dep- Me! Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so like she's all fucked up. And, like she's big and lumpy. She's like, funny! Yeah, I do remember that episode. That's good. My daughter's been getting into them a lot lately. She's been watching a lot of Powerpuff Girls. I've also, she's also. Doing it probably she's gotten into Ninja Turtles now. She's been street. Like she's the OG in, or the new new? Uh, the new. I haven't been able to find. I haven't really looked, but I don't know where to find like the OG Ninja Turtles cartoon. So she's been watching like the newer ones that are on like Netflix and stuff. All right, that last Turtles show they had was pretty good. I enjoyed that. I can't show. say I can't. I won't admit I've never watched any of the other shows before she started watching them. So some of the art styles are really weird on some of the new shows, like this yeah. goofy looking. But uh, hey, it's an, it's it's a gateway, you know. She's she's entered oh, the portal yeah. now for Ninja Turtles. So, speaking of Ninja Turtles, here's the doc that yeah. Super Shredder got crushed in Ninja Turtles too. Yeah, yeah. Kevin you don't know, but this doc actually has like 15 IMDb credits. This doc has a sad card. <laughs> has a sad card. No, unlike I'm... any of the actors in Lake Terror Three. <laughs> like fear. Like fear. God, I'll, I'll never get it right on purpose. All right, guys, let's, you know, either you're in or you're out. Let's commit a homicide again. <laughs> yeah, let's rob his ass. Yeah, let's rob him on top of it. I don't know. Okay, I don't know why. Okay. I don't know why. What? Can you smell that? Foreshadowing. <laughs> Pussy. Damn, they're, they're going at it like the crew of It's Always Sunny. Oh, you're still alive! Oh, no! Two time, two time. That's a great shot. <laughs> I got, I got your crowd, as he sees. Like reverse Excalibur. Yeah. I got your tiara. I'm gonna rock this shit, bitch. Yeah, like, if he's still alive, why is he not, like, just swim up to the surface? You know, horror movies, I think. Yeah, like, like, dude, if he's alive, like, I'm just gonna see. He's just sitting there looking at him, like, his eyes are, like, watching, watching fucking Ryan Phillippe swim away, and he's like, I'm just gonna chill down here. Low-key, this is Aquaman's real horror Yeah, like, <laughs> like I don't need to surface and get air myself. I'm just gonna chill down here at the bottom of this lake. 
Green Lantern calls him up on the cop. He's like, what do you do? He's like, oh, every year I got to fuck with these kids. <laughs> and I get hit by a car and let them drown me. You're real asshole, Aquaman. <laughs> Yeah, another brings people together like a death pact. You're not wrong, man. Ooh, that reminds me, I'm gonna be busy next weekend. <laughs> so intense. I like he, I like how like the boyfriend doesn't like hey stop strangling my girlfriend. Yeah, it's like no, no, I get to show up here later. This is different. Nobody can like take, dude. He literally grabs her by the neck and he's gonna like, choke her. And everybody's like, yeah, this is okay. We're okay with this. Dude, Freddie Prince Jr. is like the Pixar lamp. He's just looming over with his mouth. He is he's like he's the looming. biggest guy here. He should be like he should manhandle. Uh, Ryan Philippe there, if you attack my girlfriend, I was don't choke her. <laughs> like just probably let that happen. Oh no, when they drop. Oh, it's 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 this John Cena spinning necklace that you can't read. She dog. Standing in the rain. Bullfrog. This what are these Classic doing it again? There's fucking ninety lyrics, man. So yeah, one year later now, we're back to Julie's college. I remember those laptops with those tiny little screens. I had something similar to that my early first year in college. Early fucking laptops. And when they had like, they didn't have like a mouse pad. It was like a red little button. Like, that, like the, the mouse nipple. Yeah. Yeah, I was not a fan either. <laughs> Get your honky ass the fuck up, and we're going to do hood shit. Let's go, The bitch. one black person in the Star movie, she's got to be the sassy. Oh, that is that is like a classic Kevin Williamson trope. Look, she is the only black character in the entire movie, I believe. Like, uh, yeah, I think so, man. I don't think they even have black extra town folk when they go back to town. In the, in, in the uh, what it, Southport or whatever the name of the city town is. They go. Croker or something? Croker Queen was like, that's not, yeah, but the town's like Southport or something like that. Oh, uh, that's like something your pussy says when it's smoking a marble light. <laughs> I was Croker Queen. Now come here. <laughs> Lick my Skittle. <laughs> oh, it's a metaphor for her emotional baggage. <laughs> See, she's smart. She's getting the fuck out of this. Movie. That has a terrible hat. That's, uh, I know it's nice, but damn, that hat's awful. It's like Lori Stroh's hat. It's like not even flattering. I don't know what college kid would wear that. Some dumb white bitch from Some dumb white bitch from North Carolina. <laughs> North Carolina. Hmm. I like how they're trying to play her off like, oh, she's distraught and, and you know, damaged, but she still looks good. She's still looking good. Honestly, that's my favorite type of lady. <laughs> damaged. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I can fix you. And I just draw a smiley face on her forehead. It's like, ta-da! <laughs> and I put a fucking gold star on her head. Good job. You did it. Well done. My uncle raped me with a monkey wrench. <laughs> oh, no, you're good now. <laughs> Got a little daughter. Yeah. The comedy stylings of Nacho's McWare. <laughs> 
guess she was an equestrian. There's an equestrian hat on the oh, mantle. Oh, right my God. Yeah, she's a fucking horse girl. Her and Daddy. Daddy's not there anymore. Daddy's gone. Yeah, Daddy's half a Minotaur. Student tutor record. I'll blow the dean. Summer session. She was she supposed to be in summer school? Then what the fuck is she doing back in the middle of summer? She she came to play for the dribblers. <laughs> that was a movie. Were you, you mean the plumbers? Oh fuck, even better. The plumbers were the team for the night of the dribbler. Yeah, I quote I misquoted the horrible movie. Yeah, okay. Sorry everybody out there in podcast land. <laughs> Not bringing my A game today. Jesus Christ. I know what you did last summer. Dun, dun, dun. Whoa. She's just crying already. Who said this? I, 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 I'll wipe away those tears. Yeah. With my dick. <laughs> I just visioned like her crying and then Tick just poked a pussy like I'm sure that, that uh, visual cue would work great for our listeners yeah. out there. Use your imagination, fuckers. Yeah. I never learned to read. <sighs> Oh, she hears a dog barks. Has decided to go look out the window. Let's investigate a scary noise. Dog barking is scary. Uh, we don't know what that dog's up to. Metal chimes. Oh my god! You locked your second-story window. Yeah. Good job. What is like fucking Sam or Clarissa? Clarissa. Done. Not even making that reference. Too stupid. Uh, great life. Living with inspiration. Having a great life. Start beating your gay wife. <laughs> <laughs> don't, 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 don't do that. There's Bridget Wilson. Oh, she's so perched. Still hot. Yeah, she still looks great. I always wonder why she didn't. Like, was it in more movies? I, I think she got like married early on and ducked out. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know when she married Sampras. Yeah, I mean Billy Madison and the House on the Hill, and I guess this, and like, they were, and they were all like in mid '90s time too. Uh, and then it just kind, of, she just kind of disappeared. Like, and Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat was like '94, maybe '95. Billy Madison, I'm almost positive, was '95. This is what, 97? This is 97, uh, yeah. And then, this was probably like the last thing she's, I remember her being in. House on Haunted Hill, I think, was. At least she popped up with like some TV shit or something. You know, fuck it, I got an IMDb right here. You gonna do, you Actually, look it up? I'll let you do it. You're Are you let me do it? Yeah. I'm real nice like that, Marshall. Oh, ah, okay. I'm gonna let you. <laughs> Are you gonna let me? Hey, I'll, I'll look it up real quick. You hear about our Kelly? Hi, MDB. Here we come. 25 years. <laughs> Good for him. Who? What? I'm sorry. I'm not even... Uh, oh, uh, yeah. LL Cool J. Totally in jail. LL Cool J? Nah, I'm fucking sorry. Like, what'd what he do? 
Let me get my head out of my ass. <laughs> LL is fine. Okay. He revenged the death of his parrot. But, uh, no. R. Ar- Kelly. R. Kelly. Yeah. yeah. He got sentenced like 25 or something. Yeah. You know, good. Don't fucking unconsensually do stuff to people with pee and underages. Yeah, she she's only got 34 creds. So she basically, uh, she worked a lot in the early 90s from, uh, she was last action hero. No shit. She was Whitney slash Meredith. Okay. Murray wrote Higher Larry Billy Mass in 95, Mortal Kombat 95. Okay. Uh, then she did a run as Nixon Sweet Evil, Unhook the Stars, Nevada, Stepsister, Real Blonde, I Know What You Did Last Summer 97. Uh, and then uh, she, House on Haunted Hill, 1999. Okay. Uh, and then it kind of slows down. She did uh, 2000, 2001. A, TV show called The Street, 2002. My, then she went to more TV stuff after that. Okay. Um, and then she's last. her last is credit is uh, doing the voice of Sonya Blade in Mortal Kombat 11. No. Oh, yeah. She's a DLC pack. They got but, that and, like, Robin Shu and uh, Dude Play Giant. But that's her last real credit was from a thing called Phantom Punch in 2008. All And then nothing until she did the voice of Sonya Blade in 2019. Phantom Punch sounds sexy or tasty, I'm not sure. So that's like, what, 10, 11 years yeah, of like probably, nothing. Probably like raising kids or yeah, you know, I'm doing yeah, the wrong things. Oh shit, dude, your picture of Andrea from Andrea from The Walking Dead. Yeah. She's in the new season of The Boys. Mm-hmm. That was cool. Uh, let's see. David oh, David Egan, yeah, sorry. We, I totally she... Okay, she married Pete Sampras in 2000. Okay. She has two kids with him. Yeah, that's what's up. She was Miss Teen USA in 1990. I'll buy it. Well, Nick Dolby was sexiest man of the year in 1992, so let's never forget that. Uh, the role of Sonya Blade. Oh, did you know Cameron Diaz was supposed to be Sonya Blade? Yeah. Because that would have sucked. She got a... Broken wrist. Fucked up or something, yeah. She broke her wrist, and then she came in. I mean, I did not know that. And she's cool, but I'm, I'm happy with what I got. That's the same thing we did. I was, what movie did we did not that long ago where they had it was a, where Cameron Diaz was supposed to be like. It was one of the Silent Hill movies. Cameron Diaz was gonna play Rose, I think, in Silent Hill. Not uh, Sybil. Yeah. Okay. Or no, maybe it was Sybil. It was Sybil. Yeah, it was Sybil. And I remember talking to Eric like that would have been terrible because Cameron Diaz is every time I think all I think about with her is comedy. She I don't take I can't take her seriously. Um, I mean I, yeah. Yeah, according to Iron, she says she took a break from screen acting after Phantom Punch. Okay. And then didn't do anything till she voiced Sonya Blade. So interesting. So I guess she decided to be focused on family or something. I mean the shirt. Yeah. And then also the act. Yeah, Barry's got no chill. Barry has no chill. Don't fuck with me, Max. You saw us last night. What the fuck are you on, huh? Jesus. Jesus, Jesus. Two time, two time. I mean, he's doing a good job of being a little bitch, though. I'm so sorry for Max. I mean, he's like 
a cool dude. There's nothing wrong with him. He's like, this is kick me sign. Yeah, but he's like, he's Don't fine. Two times, three times again. There it is. Oh, I will say, I never liked the look of girls in cut overalls in the '90s. That was one thing I never liked. I never, never flattering. I didn't. I just. What's that movie? It's like she's. Okay, every '90s movie, it's like, oh, the frumpy chick in overalls has her hair up in glasses. She's all that was the okay. movie they did with Freddie Prince Jr. and Rachel Lee Cook. Rachel Lee Cook was another one who I was like, that girl can get it in the nice, dude. She was so hot in that movie. I only know her by namesake. If she's in some robot chickens. Yeah. Yeah. But Rachel Lee Cook, yeah, she was so hot in that movie. But yeah, so let's take the already really hot girl, but just take a pair, let's take her glasses off of her and put some makeup on. And she's, her, all of a sudden now she's super hot. Turn her to a frumpster to a cum dumpster. <laughs> That's probably why I'm single. That's a big fish. Walking around with the fish on the shoulder. <laughs> Sorry, guys, just taking my fish for a walk. No, I don't need a leash first. Why? Don't worry about it. See, I like how Frey Prince decided to go with the black wife beater instead of the white traditional white. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you live in a fisherman town, and you're a fisherman. fisherman. <laughs> what? Get out! <laughs> That's all I do know about it. Look make her look not and, well of course it's not frumpy frumpy would imply like kind of chubby or thick but she they just looking more plain disheveled basic basic plain, just plain. like serotonin plain just she doesn't make it look just less hot <laughs> so their refrigerator system fucking blows we're gonna have fish hang out with the big ice cubes but maybe they're on and then there's like these giant steam cauldrons <laughs> Right here. Oh, they're fucking crowns and shit. Max of the terrible, horrible, no good, very bad day. <laughs> what else could go wrong? <gasps> oh no, the meat hook's gone. I never understood this kill. I don't get it. Uh, I mean, I get I, as far as a Ryan device, like we need to have somebody that we get get the buy count out and let's try to make a scary scene here. I'm pretty sure this is a but there's no reason. I mean, if you think storyline wise, there's absolutely like no reason for the killer to go after Max here. Great. I mean, it's a great death scene though. I mean, that meat hook up through the chin, like it drags him over the it's called a crab buckets. Uh, yeah, I get it. But, but if you, it, this guy's whole point is like, he's very, you know, he's not like a Jason or Michael just killing everybody he sees type thing. It, 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 this is a very, you know, linear, like, Set my targets revenge-based killer. He targets a small, small select group of victims. Max shouldn't be on that list. He had nothing to do with the opening, with the whole premise of this movie. Nothing. Real talk, I wanted to see him die. Here comes the badass Barry on steroids punching bag scene. Yeah. yeah. Hush. 
thought I, I heard your name. Call me now, now. Hush. Isn't this on Scream too? I'm pretty sure it's in Scream too yeah. as well. Yes. Hush. Hush. Hello. <sighs> Good bottle ADR. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So I'm looking at. Do I do it up? Both at the same time. Both uh, Summer Shandy and Acona Brewing Company's uh, Big Wave. Yes. We're going to double fist those two? No. Why is this town so fucking jank? <laughs> and that dude is fucking false valor ass. With your dog tags. Uh, Stolen valor, false. Yeah. Yeah. I had first Yeah, why is he wearing dog tags? He ain't military. I think Ryan's so chilly. He's got some abs, though, for him. Ryan Philippe. All right. I know. On the back of a Polaroid. Oh, there you go. We'll go with Summer Shandy again. <laughs> All right, homie, put your fucking pants on. If you're going to act tough, don't have your balls flopping out. Yeah. Yeah. Or do. I don't know. Gotta get something for the lead. Yeah, I think I'm, I always start thinking in these situations, like, at least put your underwear on first. Then go look around for, for whoever is messing with you. Fucking jacket. Oh, it's precious, precious Letterman's jacket is gone. I never understood that shit for the life of me. Well, that's because you, you weren't a high school football player who whose glory days ended after senior year. Sure, I was soccer. I played soccer. Yeah. Leave that to the T-1000. Also, how can you be stealthy in a giant rubber fucking slicker? Bro, it is like... black. So it blends oh, in. No, so, so, the, the color black is like a sound reducer, too. Yeah. It absorbs sound. Yes. Like, like, like black absorbs sunlight, too. Yes. Which is why you should always wear all black in the summer. Yes, exactly. That's the uh, Nachos McWarrow uh, fashion guide. That's right. <laughs> like, Jesus Christ, it's hot. It's like, why do you wear all black? Because I'm getting ready for hell, okay? With, with Nachos McWarrow's fashion guide. Winter, black. Spring, black. Fall. Even more black. Black. Summer, black. <laughs> but never blackface. That's, that's bad form. Oh my god, the inside of his car is going to smell like a fish tank's ass. Like oh god, it would. <laughs> well, it might be one of those things where you're in the fish, you probably get used to this sense of smell, the fish smell, so you probably don't even oh notice it anymore. Yes, the whole, the whole town smells just, like This whole town just smells of fish. I will say for the 90s, it was a good look for a killer. Oh, I'm, I'm, it, it was definitely it was definitely a good look oh, at the time. It is, it is a signature look. With that collar pulled up like that and the, the brain slick. I mean, it was it was good. It's a good look. Proper scary, especially for the time. That's one thing about Ghostface I never got into. Like, I know he's like people pull, like, to bring him up there now with like Michael and Jason and all that. And I'm like, I never got it. Sequels, so. he's, I mean, he's got lots, but I was like, I never found the ghost face scary because of that stupid mask. It's like comical. Uh, I mean, it, it's the, sl the, the slicker killer, right? The, the 
fisherman killer here I think is way scarier looking than any of the ghost faces or I mean ghost face is just some random ass Halloween costume yeah spirit Halloween guy exactly yeah. Yeah. And I, like the whole thing they say in the first movie it's like you need this at any five and dime in the state yeah man we should review that Trevor Love Hewitt, it is the summertime, and you are wearing, like, a long sleeve sweater. Maybe we should just come clean. I guess it gets cold on the coast. God damn know. it. <laughs> she was just wearing a tank top and overalls, but now she's wearing a sweater. Let those titties out. Well, they, you have a God-given uh, gift. You have a responsibility to let those things be seen. If it's hot outside, let them out. <laughs> Murdidly or Blair? Yeah, because. Thank you. Two time, two time. See, look at Sarah Michelle. She's wearing like a little tank top, some midrib showing some denim shorts. Well, Jennifer Love Hewitt. And Jennifer Love Hewitt looks like she's dressed for like the fall, you know, like. Very modest. Well, those aren't far fall. But like, she's like, it's like fall collection. That was the thing about Jennifer. She was always the the. You know, the girl, like the, not, I won't say simple, but you know, the kind of more plain girl, you know, she, super hot. Dude, I don't know, when, you, when she gets the ghost whisper, she's just like pits blazing. Yeah. Well, she's also older. She, she had just turned 18, like, like a week after started filming this or something like that. Oh, no shit. Yeah. So, like right before they started filming it, she turned 18 or something like that. See, his mouth is just fucking hanging open. Drink every time his mouth is just hanging open. <laughs> Yeah, they do have basic internet in 1987. Oh, NetSearch, what, Google? What dog? Dog file wasn't around? SG's? I was going to say it's SG's, man. Netscape. Netscape. Oh, wow, wow. We're going way back. Dude, I was all about Netscape, man. I remember when we had Netscape and there was Internet Explorer. And I was a Netscape guy, kid. Fuck, fuck, fuck you, Internet Explorer. Yeah. I love the movies when they have like fake Google. Oh, the shit. fake Google, yeah, Fugle. Oh, dude, it, Bing. Does anybody fucking use Bing? Yeah, Bing's still there. Oh, she's doing that metronome high thing. Oh wait, Turn right, turn right. I'd shit if it was in the Macarena. They're the Kylie Butterflies just cry. <laughs> He's literally cracking me up. <laughs> Tears and <laughs> sing. <laughs> it's like random lyric generator. <laughs> I was just about to say, it's like these put a random word generator together. Marshall, we should put out fucking 90s lyrics and get some cover band to do it. It's like, haunted applesauce jar. <laughs> In my womb of despair. <laughs> it's like you came in. Oh, snap, 5 0. Ah, came in's good. 
somebody knocked on my door nowadays, I like, I just wouldn't answer. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't text you, fucker. It's like, we can't do the same thing. I knock on the door, like, yeah, I ain't home. <laughs> I get like panic attacks when people call me, like, I don't know you, dude. Freak the fuck out. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, our broken mirror collection. Yeah, that was a little weird um, design. Oh, butthole! God damn, she looks like one. Yeah, she, is, she does not look great in this movie. Was this after Butthole? The uh, Psycho remake came out, what, 90, 99, I believe. 99? Maybe 98. 98. Just the most unnecessary. To movie. the Google machine again. To Bing. To Bing. <laughs> <laughs> Psycho, Psycho, 19, it came out in 19, so the butthole was after, okay. one year after. So this it, is prior butthole. Yeah, it just came out in 1998, Pre-ball. this came out in 97, so technically it could have been, butthole could have been recording right now, could have been recording, just not so released yet. So her butthole's in the other room. Yeah, her butthole's, in the, her butthole's in the, on another set right now. Does her butthole have IMDb? <laughs> yeah, butthole. She should have her own IMDb page. That's starring and Hesha's butthole. She's got her butthole's got her own sad card. <laughs> she doesn't, but Tit does. <laughs> Did Anne Hesha did she date Ellen? Yes. Okay. All right. I believe so. Sorry, we hit him with the car. Oh. What, your husband brother? <laughs> your uncle dad? Where am I? I can get out. I can get out of here fast. Now, I've seen this movie. It's mm-hmm. called, uh. I know what you did last summer. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's called Don't Trust the Hicks Out. I'm just waiting for Leatherface to show up. Like, Yo, Park Stakes! <laughs> Sorry, they don't have pork steaks out there. What am I talking about? Mm-hmm. Maybe like steak. crab cakes or something. You know, I think I remember David. He had a friend, right? Those are like the most lesbian like photos. Like her and a guy. She's like, the guy's trying to go to kiss. She's like, the guy's like going after the girl. She's like, get away from me, man. Your dick is evil. I need to be fucked. I had a one night stand. And then he hooked my pussy. <laughs> he wanted to fuck my butthole, but the butthole was off on a sound stage. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he couldn't afford it. <laughs> the butthole was off on a press conference, on a press tour. <laughs> No, I, I don't, I don't want to stay for a while. We appreciate it, Bonnie. Yeah, 
It's a good phone. You should appreciate it. <laughs> Mom always said you got to appreciate a good phone when it comes in your life. <laughs> Dead air. What you know about dead air? Oh, jump scare! <laughs> jump scare! And H butthole. Her, she walks away in her butthole smoking. <laughs> I think this episode should be forever known as the Anne H's butthole episode. I like her gangly gaunt. Yeah. Like potato sack apron she's wearing. Oh, like just her stature. She's like walking like the fucking the witch from uh, Left 4 Dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she is very awkward looking in this gangly and weird. Yeah, I'm blue, bada bee, da do die, da da dee, da do die. <laughs> About a little guy that lives in a blue world And all day and all night And everything he sees is just blue Like him inside and outside Oh, blue keep his going With a blue window and a blue corvette And everything is blue for him And himself Oh, and here we go around he got nobody to listen All right, everybody, get ready to dance Dance at home I'm Blue Butthole Remix. Blue Butthole. Remix. There we go. got some nice legs there. Some gams, as they used to say back in the day. She's got gams. She's got some gams. Um, so, goddamn. You know, all the way to the end of the movie, I'm kind of forgetting the pieces of the puzzle in this movie, honestly. Dad, are you watching your She's got daddy issues. Ignores her. Not even a high. Yeah, what, I'd be like, I get zoning out, but that's your fucking kid, dude. Just chill. No, I remember like Brian, uh, Freddie Prinze kept saying like, uh, we got the Astros in. It looks like the Blue Jays playing there. Um, Sports ball. He says like, no, we got to cover this by because I don't have the money that you guys have. Yeah. But look at these. Like, if you look at. Uh, Love Hewitt's house and Sarah McShook goes out. They, this, this isn't money. They're like middle class at best. They are not loaded. You know what I'm thinking? Ryan Felipe is the only character in here who's like obviously rich. Right, stinking rich. Uh, maybe it's like how an apartment in New York is like a bajillion dollars, even like in a shitty yeah. neighborhood. Maybe it's like the pro property tax. <laughs> the real estate values in this fishing tower through the roof. Yeah, yeah. Oh, 
The dad is like probably constantly living in weird sexual progression because he has two smoking ass daughters. Like, <laughs> oh! Yeah, that's right. And mom's like a frump. <laughs> and they're always doing weird shit like getting their arms stuck and stuff like stuck cord. Like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, she was an ice skater back in the day. She's got ice skates hanging on the wall and ballet shoes. Actually, those are point shoes. Not necessarily ballet, those were points. You would know better than me, dude. Well, that sounded very condescending. I apologize. <laughs> sweet, 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 sweet. She's pom poms. She just is like a weird hipster chick that goes to thrift stores and picks. Just buys the weird stuff. shit. Like, what's she into this week? How'd she get her tiara? Oh, because... She got it back. They, they got it back in front of the thing. There's hot sis. Jesus. Lava lamp. Nice, nice. No milk will ever be our milk. <laughs> Miss Lippy drives a green car. <laughs> I love that fucking movie so much. Yeah. That's one of the dumbest movies of all it time. It is, but that was always like my favorite Billy Mad or Adam Sandler movie. That that and I, I'll double feature that with Happy Gilmore. Almost everybody says Happy. I always was more Billy Madison over oh, Happy Gilmore. Trust me, Billy Madison's my jam. I like Bulletproof. Nobody ever. Oh, she got a playbill, so there's a hint to her being an actress, wanting to be an actor or something. Um, I'll tell you another underrated one that I always liked was um, Waterboy. No, That's no. Underrated. Everybody loves. Um, that. Big Daddy. Oh my God, dude! That big, that movie makes me cry like a bitch. That's funny shit. I like Big Daddy. Yeah. I like when he's giving the kid a bath. He's like, you're just going to wear a swimsuit because <laughs> I don't know what the policy is on that. Like, you ever see the movie House? Yeah. You know, fake Evil Dead or yeah. Sean Cunningham's PG-13 Evil Dead. It's like, here, you can not fuck me, so watch my kid. It's like, <laughs> no, dude. Uh-huh. I do kind of like this thing because that would be pretty fucked up to wake up in this situation and know that somebody was like in your room and did this to you in the middle of the night. That would be fucking scary. Oh, we used to do this to our buddies all the time. <laughs> just cut their hair when oh, they're sleeping. Shave an eyebrow off, fucking, you know, write a swastika on their forehead in Sharpie. They were assholes. Like, my buddy didn't know for a week. Like, he, we broke, on the back of his neck in Sharpie, I love cock. <laughs> Nobody told so him. Now, that's a better outfit. Showing that flat stomach off, the tits, some cleavage hanging out. That's a good outfit there, Jennifer Love. That's right, woman. You wear what I tell you. <laughs> and also, close your upstairs doors. You're going to get pigeons up in that shit. That's how you get bugs. That's how you get ants. That's how you get ants. <laughs> I like your humble, uh, what was that, a cutlass? No. No, it's a, um, I think it's like a, cri uh, what was it? A crabbler. Crabbler. Ah. <laughs> uh. My front Maybe it is Christ. No, what's Christ? It has like a little star like um, logo. It's like a badge thing, right? Why am 
Pontiac. It's not a Pontiac. It's not a Buick. No, I think my buddy Matt had a car like that. Apenstein. Dodge. Pontiac. Okay, it's a Dodge. We were all wrong. Fuck, I don't know cars, dude. This was a good scene, too, man. Oh, this is dope. But, man, can you imagine how much effort it goes into this thing? Well, see, what, what, uh... And what, then what happens after this? Like, I it's total bullshit. What love you didn't know is it's national bring your fucking crabs to work. <laughs> so... <laughs> Thanks for the ride, lady. Dodge Aries. And that is not a rich person's car. This girl no, don't have money. I do like that. She opens a trunk and there's Max with full oh, of crabs. Oh, Max was in there too. I just thought it was all the crabs. No, Max is in there too, and there's a crab crawling out of his mouth. Oh, it's damn. great. Out of the road, you want, bitch? <laughs> But here's what I call bullshit. So she closes the truck, runs over to a friend's house to get help. My help. And then when they come back, the trunk is completely empty and no sign of crabs. That killer has to be lurking close by to her, following her, to get over there, somehow break into her trunk a second time because she has the keys. Oh, Take out the body and the crabs and clean up any mess. Because it's not even wet in there. No, no. It's, it's so bullshit. Like, that ain't happening. It was there, goddammit, and it was wearing your Jackie Berry. Where'd he go? <laughs> I swear to God. I just want to see, like, a bunch of... Two time, two time. I just want to see the crabs, like, you know, hide mine wearing his jacket walking down the street. <laughs> hey, this is slack. This is my, I like this new jacket now. It's mine now. So much snatcher with Jackson. this. That is definitely a 90s hat. This oh my summer God. show girl is wearing that big yeah, poofy tight hat. Bad. Those things are terrible. It's like a shower cap with a bell. Yeah. <laughs> Here's like the famous scene in the trailer. What are you waiting for? I love it. Scary movie when she does it and gets hit by the fucking car. <laughs> Hits him with the cast hand. With the broken hand, too. Like Media Cop 2. The letter people come and meet the family. Dude, <laughs> Remember the letter people, man? Dude, I love the letter people. What a body, what a body. That's bouncing two time. I like that. Do you remember today's special? I don't think that was on PBS. You were on this from the start, weren't you? Always wanted to be our friend. Always wanted to be one of us. You were too fucking jealous to handle it. But fuck you. Stop it. Oh, mouth is a gate. There it is again. Yep. Everybody knows it before. Now I've seen it. It's, dude, the original Nightmare on Elm Street. Nancy's mouth is open like the whole time. And even Sir Michelle's got some nice cleavage going on that little blue halter toppy thingy. Yeah, I mean, she, she's a good looking gal. Man, for a movie that shows no tits, there's some nice tits in this movie. <laughs> you know? <laughs> the, the imagining of breasts. Yeah, the imagining of breasts. Yeah, probably pictures. <laughs> I don't know what to like that, but I just... Who? What? Scary. 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 Sc
God, did you see? Oh, yes, I hate Scott. Moon Scott. I just uh, that was a that was a music style I never got into. I think there's only two bands I'm okay with having trumpets: The Urge. And I'll get back to you on that second. Was other, are you gonna say the Boston's? Because like, God, oh. no. That was a band I. Yeah. I thought that band was overrated, and everybody was like, "Oh my, my Boston's two time, two time." There we go. Oh, and like, Cake. Cake is the only other band that's allowed after one. Dude, it'll be candy. Yeah, you will. It like a bunch of it's still live sports, Come on, Today is July 3rd, which is the day uh, Revenge or Return of the Living Dead takes place on. Oh. Trivia. Yeah, I always forget about that. The more you know. Right. Let's get the hell out of here. We can leave town. Yeah, I think I'm gonna go like binge watch a bunch of like Ghost Whisperer episodes after this. You know, she just has news on the internet. You just Google. <laughs> you just you just uh, Netscape it. Just look them all. She ain't got nudes. She I never did that. So. No. Those are those fake ones. Like this Photoshop oh, her face. Those are so great. I love how fucking shitty those are. <laughs> Big Uncle Sam. That's an elaborate float for a small town. Yeah, for real. Oh man, do you remember the Schnooks giant shopping cart? Oh, dude, for real, it was a giant shopping cart. Yeah, but I'm like, that had to have been like a New York parade or something. Like, that wasn't around no, here. Hell yeah, dude. That's my spirit animal. That shit lives like around here. <laughs> uh, they had like a fucking crazy monster truck engine and shit. Okay. Yeah, that, that's a real thing. I met it once. You met it? Yes, we talked. Was probably. it nice? Yeah. That's cool. And all four of its wheels worked. It didn't have that fucking weird The wonky, the, the wonky wheel. God, I would have take... Oh, there's a black guy. Oh, Saw a black guy in the yeah, crowd. Yeah. Okay, we got two. All right. I'll we got two of them. He's the oh, one there that... is a black guy. <laughs> He's the only one that lives in this town, though. The other girl was was, was a commuter. She didn't live in the town. And he has like an ironic name, like Whitey or something. Nope, I saw a black lady. Let's not make this a thing. <laughs> uh, moving on. Okay, moving on. That'll learn you to walk, you fuck. Kind of looks like he's like about to fucking stroke out, man. Like, probably guys probably got like dementia. Or come. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Come when Ryan Phillippe tackles me when I'm wearing a slicker. <laughs> he's a very, very specific fetish. Yes, yes. On the Fourth of July, that's his king. So he's really, he's really out there, you know, showing it off today. <laughs> oh, this is uh, that Lead Belly song that. Nirvana covered. It's like my girl, my girl. Yeah, I knew a thing. Nirvana covered this. Who is it? I love the turkey just hanging up dead, upside down from a tree. Uh, Leatherface. 
Yeah, no, it's so it's This is very like North Carolina Leatherface. So Leatherface lived in North Carolina, this is where he would be right now. This is a Leatherface-esque house. The North Carolina Chainsaw Massacre. Got some dead animals and furs hanging everywhere. Yeah, this is really... Uh, Dogs for days. Yeah. Alright, Foley artists, just go for it. hold this knife yeah. and try to make it look like a red herring like I, I could kill you yeah in the meantime there's a red herring there is literally a red herring there's a red fish right there <laughs> oh okay <laughs> sorry yeah I was like Nachos is over here like, like mouthing something like what the fuck is he trying to say I don't know man that's just a weird spot why are so many men wearing black slickers up there on the roof now like who would stand there yeah, that's, that's the name there's, of the bar, the Black Slicker. The Black Slicker? That's so weird. Oh, okay. He's, there's the killer. Oh, my buddy the Phantom Bastard was in town the other week, and we found a bar called, like, The Pink Galleon. <laughs> was like, well, I was like, this has got to be a gay bar. It wasn't. It was like a Jimmy Buffett wet dream oh. bar, and you can smoke in there. It was awesome. So we're back to the North Carolina Leatherface house. Pablo, rest in peace. Oh, he does? <laughs> His music career is. Yeah, his so career I, is, all right. I guess so. Oh, okay, here's some heavy exposition, which you're probably paying attention to. And how do you know it was a suicide? The rest of that. I had to get the opinion from the insurance company because they wouldn't, they wouldn't pay me the money. I keep my dead brother's or fiance's love note in a it's my in, in my in a taxidermy shed. It's my uh, suicide check. That's where I keep all my notes. In. Yeah, I will never forget last summer. This is a death threat. Please don't kill me. What are you talking? What'd you say, babe? What, babe? Think. I saw him. I was there. And whoever sent this was there. What do you mean you saw him? Where? Where did you see him? He was crossing the road. You did. It was an accident. No. My brother's right. I saw him. He had Susie tattooed on his arm. Tattooed? He doesn't have a tattoo on I saw it. You didn't say anything. Ah, you dumb bitch. Get out of here. Get. Get. Go get. Go get. Don't make me get butthole on you. Butthole's the name of the bass now that you fought back. Oh, uh, that was an accident. That was the yeah. Uh, that was the wrong one. I, I, I meant to go. There you go. Do, do, dog bark. <laughs> I apologize for that. The butthole bark. <laughs> the butthole bark. <laughs> Yep. 
I'd see bigger. Screen, like I'm supposed to point something out. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> See, we were wrong. We were wrong. They're probably all the same family, though. Yeah, like Star Wars. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I am so glad they're not like, oh, Lando's related to Mace Windu. It's like, come on, guys. That's a fucking diversity. Also, why is everybody space British? <laughs> Except for uh, Obi Liam Kinesen or whatever the fuck. I'm quite not. I'm sorry. I think this is the same girl in the pink outfit from the very yes. beginning. She like re-entered it a year later. Like, damn it, I'm gonna win this. I'm 26 now. I be, better hit frog 30. <laughs> She's putting it in from a pink swimsuit into a blue one now. She's got some boobs on her too, man. Damn. I'll tell you what she doesn't have. A good voice? Yep. <laughs> she sings like Cincinnati Cat. <laughs> <laughs> I love how she's trying not, not to laugh at this bitch. Look at her dumbass lyrics, too. I can, do you know who I am? I can touch the moon, motherfucker. They call me Moon Toucher. I'm gonna live forever. It's the same theme song. It's Fame. Really? Yeah, it's a song from Fame. I don't know Fame. I'm you don't know Fame, bitch? No, I'm, I'm on everybody's second favorite podcast. <laughs> <laughs> the way it curves at the end. <laughs> it curves up. Slap her. I love this like dumb body. Like, I, I'm not lying, dude. These fish hats are kind of fun. <laughs> so much blood up here. There's no way that killer would have enough time to drag away Barry's body and clean up all the blood in like a matter of like a minute right there. Yeah. You know, maybe he can stop time. He, he collects two hooks together. <laughs> He's like the girl from Out of This World back then. He just point, touches his fingers together and... Oh, boop. wow. What was that? Was that Vicky? No, no that Vicky was, was Small one. Wonder. Yeah, it's like, would you like to sing on a star? Oh, 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 that's right. Would you like to swing on a star? Carry a moonbeams home in a jar. Motherfucker! <laughs> That's the remake. Yeah, That's the yeah. modern remake version. Dude, but... Snoop Dogg's in that one. Maybe yeah. <laughs> Snoop Dogg comes and Snoop does the verse. Exactly, he's in everything. He's in everything. Oh, yeah, moonbeams. I'm done. I'm gonna stop on my head. Fuck. <laughs> like, mm, moonbeams. Yeah, moonbeams to the chisel. <laughs> Crazy bitch, but we're taking that crown first. Get your fucking bedazzled bra strap the fuck out of here. <gasps> Nut search. I'm an asshole cop. Stereotype. Cha-ching.
That's a callback. See, the one I heard is the cop was too chicken shit to go into school to get the shooters. That's the one I heard. <laughs> there is jokes on you. There is no hell. <laughs> the hell is the friends we met on the adventure. <laughs> yeah, it'll probably be about a minute. Special music. That's him. Oh my god, that's him. Alright, so I was watching this with my grandma because my grandma loved horror movies kind of shit. Uh, and so this dude starts goozing all the mouth blood. And I say, Grandma, that's bullshit. She goes, No, no, dude. I made grandma call me dude. She said, Hey little uh, 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 grandchild? <laughs> <laughs> no, she goes, no, nah, man. So he hooked his aorta, and that's why all that mouth blood was coming out. I was like, damn, Grandma, dropping those specs on me. Damn. Damn. Those are some I told you, man, she's got some gams. That's what I'm saying. Oh, you she was an ice skater and a dancer. She's got some strength behind them, in them gams. Look at oh, that was a great cleavage <laughs> shot right that, there. That was a pander. That was a that was they knew what they were doing right there. <laughs> that was intentional. POV from Jessica uh, or Love Human's boobs. Ah, that that almost worked. Great shot. This is a good shot. Yeah. Oh, you know why it's called Shivers? Because they used to sell timber there. Shiver me timbers. Yep. I'll see myself out. <laughs> Off from Halloween, though. All I'm thinking is that Jamie Lee Curtis banging on the front door for Tommy to open the door. She's moving at the speed of bitch. <laughs> and again, he disappears. No way. Two time, two time. Well, you guys listen to him. The two time thing's probably getting really old for you guys, but I just I do it every time they re they double up on the uh, oh the subtitles on the oh, subtitles. Twice, yes. I don't know. It's like, it's weird. Like, not all of them do that, but every now and then, like, every all of them, they'll repeat the subtitles. Every now and then, sometimes <laughs> Every now and then. twice. Uh, man, Urban Legends. You know, this is, this is part of the post-Scream. Yeah, oh yeah. Films. And I'm, I'm fine with this movie. Like, this, Urban Legends. What, what 90s white shit are they playing? I'm surprised they're not playing the lyrics on the, uh... Sir, the star is clouds. Yeah, sir. 
Sorry, I'm gonna have to ask you. I need to speak to your manager. That's a good shot. The, re the lens reflection. Oh hell yeah. But again, she had no reason to be killed. She had nothing to do with it. She knows what she did. <laughs> Uh, last summer, she double-charged him. Yeah. For, uh, she wouldn't accept my exchange. I get a discount, bitch. <laughs> it's Freddy Krueger, apparently. That guy's got to be fucking strong as shit to, to carry a buy like that. I don't know. Bridget Wilson probably would fuck around. Maybe like a buck twenty? Still, one-handed with on a meat hook? Uh, he's and the guy, remember, the guy's like in his 50s. Marshall, or he's 60s. A, he's a fisherman. He's in good shape. Okay, he is a fisherman. You saw him, you saw that dude carrying that fish around. Yeah. She, she's like <laughs> but that fishes. was over the shore. That wasn't just like dangling at the end of his one hand. I do like this scene, though. This was this was a good scene. I remember watching it when I first time. Probably the, best, the scariest sequence in the movie. Where uh, well, all the mannequins look like Ryan Phillippe? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. With the mannequin thing covered in plastic, it, this was this was good. See, Marshall, I watched Mannequin Two back in action a bunch when I was a kid. So oh. this prepped me for that. I was ready. That's wrong. With you. Mannequin Two, really? Mannequin One is where it's at. <laughs> ha! Mannequin jump out. The prequel Wu Mannequin was pretty cool too. <laughs> Wu Mannequin. Wu Mannequin. <laughs> well done, sir, on that one. That's a nice wordplay. Oh, yeah. I always call them blue mannequins, you know. I want to be in PC, so I don't... Yeah, we got to be equal rights, right? Yeah. yeah. She done shit herself today. <laughs> squish, 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 squish. <laughs> squish, 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 squish. <laughs> ah, it's the not very smart waiter. <laughs> gone back down at that point. No doubt. Go halfway up, make it go up, and then go back down. Another good shot there, the lighting. Oh yeah. It's a metaphor. A dead end. Out the window. And she's doing this in that dress too, man. Give her credit for that. And drop. <laughs> no one's here. What? No shit. What was the fucking indicator? Uh, you could have, I think you would have realized that without having to run all the way into the theater, you could have realized no one's here right away and left. Yeah, you can't you can tell because of the fucking empty parking lot. Yeah, empty parking lot. Oh, nice. That's why she's the ghost whisperer and not the world's best detective. <laughs> this whole sequence is still good with her. Although I do kind of call bullshit. Well, I guess he could have gone out the front door, but like he pops up in front of her right here. Like, what? Where do you come from? I do remember watching this and being legitimately like unhappy. 
I, I started, like, you were so close. Yeah, because I was like, I was pulled for. I wanted Sarah Michelle Gellar. Like, I wanted her to live. I wanted her to live. But I thought she was gonna make it. And then she, this whole. Oh, I do also bullshit that nobody sees this on the court. All those people in the parade walking by don't see all that shit, or hear her screaming. Grandeur's fireworks and drums. I'll give them that. But well, Sarah Michelle Gellar does live on Marshall in the hearts of children. In the hearts of children. Every time a child smiles and a homeless man shits himself. Because of Mad Dog 2020. <laughs> he got birth enhanced. I live on a boat. Leave me the fuck alone. <laughs> oh, you gotta watch Hard Ticket to Hawaii. It's so dope. Yeah, we gotta watch that one. I think it was Susie's father, Ben Willis. He's a fisherman. They found David's body in the water. Yeah, I know, but I think Vinny Oz killed David Egan. Wait, but why? This Willis guy killed David, then he killed him? Yeah, but what if he didn't die, Ray? What if he's still alive? Okay, I'm glad they clarified that, because that's the part I uh, never realized. Yeah. I'm curious, why the fuck would he kill Dave Egan? Yeah, Dave seemed pretty cool. He was just chilling. Was he drunk? Did he beat Susie? Like, I, was like, I wish they'd explain like, why he killed Dave Egan. I mean, you'd have to beat her a little bit to keep that butthole in check. <laughs> okay, so he showed up and fucked. He he showed up at Butthole's house, yeah. Yeah. The at and was like, asking. I heard that butthole's good. Yeah, but he had like I said, he had self for Anne H because Butthole was all film and psycho at that time. Yeah, he just had a regular mouth. Fuck. Yeah. This was just open. <laughs> And now it's locked. <laughs> she just came in that way. Damn, dude. That was a legit clothesline. Yeah. Some real WWE right it's clothesline shit right there. That's the clothesline from hell. Hurry. Hurry. Get. Go get. Oh, I like the Lisa Frank picture on the bridge. Yeah. He has my stupid <gasps> He's hat got a too. slicker hat too? Oh, I thought that was her stupid hat. Oh, her stupid hat from earlier. <laughs> either or. He's like, and I know it's a fashion faux pas, but I just can't help myself. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Now I find the psycho wall. Oh, so that is her hat. Looks <laughs> good to have a hobby. I went to the info dump part of the cabin. <laughs> the backstory. Yeah, the exposition layer. <laughs> oh, snip boop, boop, boop. Shit. Maybe I should pull up that July phone. Kids like you should be out having fun. Drinking. Party. Running over, motherfucker. <laughs> right. Oh, he says that. Watch the third one. Don't watch I still. No, <laughs> or I'll always. I, I, I always. Watch, I am good, dude. 
You know, you are on a boat. You could just jump overboard and swim. I mean, you're really not that far from shore. Like, it, why don't she do that? Marshall, she never learned how to swim. I, yeah, I grew up in a fishing coastal town. I never learned how to swim. <laughs> Something gets huge underneath. No doubt. Like this boat, like all the room, all space and places she goes on the on the, on the bottom of this boat, you get, it's like a TARDIS, man. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's it's huge. Watching the movie. So, like, even if they didn't kill this guy, they are legit fucking up all of his equipment and stuff. <laughs> They're fucking with his livelihood. Also, wouldn't that be a dumb bitch? Yeah, like, that's that's a hundred percent her fault. Looks like who called us a pretty fresh junior. Pretty fresh. Yeah, I'm done. Whee! What's he holding on to? I I guess what I guess, I guess what, yeah it's it's not the anchor like what what is Trey on mind that boat that he's holding on to? Sidekicks over all these places to hide in this massive fucking boat. Yeah, all what, of a part, what part of the boat is this even supposed to be? That's half flooded? Yeah, I don't know. A bilge? <laughs> I don't fucking know. Not a cool term. I do not know. The bilge? Yeah, sure. You know, uh, I, I, won't say, I can't say I'm an expert on fishing vessels. You know, the part of the boat you want to build with. Oh, there you go. Take it off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now flip. 
Kinda left your shirt out there, dead give, give the dead giveaway of where you're at. Ice, my only weakness. <laughs> and we're gonna get the big reveal here, Kyle. I hope. Oh, the dead body. Got yep. her. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Come on, I'm not talking about babies. Yeah, I wish that was the big reveal. And there's one. Oh, there's damn. Geller. So that mean he drug her body across. Yep. And there's two. Uh, is that Max? I don't know who that was supposed to be. Max or Felipe? Yeah, so it also means he's dragging these bodies across town without being seen to get him onto his boat. I mean, the killer's just and into his like giant, like, ice machine ice maker. Ice boat monster. Uh, yeah, he's, the killer's just dressed like he's Canadian. He's, yeah, he's got the Canadian tuxedo going. Looks like I caught me a white bitch. <laughs> Catch of the day. <laughs> Oh, oh, that would dude. fucking hurt. Yeah, your head would fucking like explode. That would. Oh god, that'd be so painful. Your fucking head would be like caved in. Yeah, that might have killed him. Kill a peeper. Kill a person. Kill a peeper. Kill a peeper. He ain't even bleeding. Sorry. His nose ain't even bleeding. Nothing. He's like, uh, uh. <laughs> he didn't knock his hat off. Didn't he didn't like... even knock his hat off. That's right. I think he's being facetious. Oh, I can see it. Oh, up he goes. I don't know, Marshall. He's really caught up on this <laughs> revenge thing. And there goes his hand. Oh, and he flies out into the open sea. You gotta hand it to him yep. for not letting it go to his head. And a splashdown. Well done, Nachos. The killer got hit in the face and his arm fell. <laughs> <laughs> and now he's in the water. Bitch, didn't he just say to make sure he's really dead? And they're just leaving him there. They're sailing away. Sailing. Yeah. <laughs> Come sail away. Come sail away. Sail away with me. But Loki, are we going to go to jail? Because we're like, we totally going to do it with our car. <laughs> Died, so it's uh, even Stevens. <laughs> Sorry, you forgot your. <laughs> we'll just brush that. Yeah, and it's a whole take a penny, leave a penny rule. <laughs> right, right. Well, I'll brush that vehicular, attempt a vehicular cancel on the thing. Not on the wrong, because two of you is dead, yeah. and uh, two of you is alive. <laughs> We're going to keep this hand, though, for uh, fun. No kiss. Oh. Oh, makeup moment. Yay. No. no. Uh oh. Roll credits. Yep. <laughs> no. 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 no, no two no, time. No, two no, time. These bitches just don't learn from their mistake. Hey guys, uh, we did not be using any gloves in a motherfucking crime scene. Or <laughs> Hand 
go to one year later at the generic college that we see all the time. That building is used for everything. And again, we get the tea. She's in a towel and just here's his tits pushed up and looking nice. Yeah, I know. I've shower, never seen a college yeah. dorm room shower look like that. <laughs> when I'm on my period. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Ray, you have to sleep on the couch. Yeah, close to town. Oh, no. She finds another envelope with her name on it on the... Oh, no, she was mad because somebody switched out her conditioner. Yeah. Again, that's not even like a college. That's just like a g full-on gymnasium type shower. This is going to be like the college dorm room, uh, g uh, bathroom, shower. Place. Place, thing. Um, you know. Sonatorium. <laughs> sonatorium. Not a sanitarium. Pool party! Oh, my God, bitch. Prepare to get whoop, 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 whoop. Massacre. And no way that that bathroom get themed up that much that fast. Like, that is... <laughs> I still know! Dun, dun, dun! That you didn't tip your waitress last week. <laughs> what? I heard you had that. Is it spell from Mortal Kombat? <laughs> The oven up? I mean, what? What? What's the chime? Is that middle time? The timer. Oh, oh my God! He comes crashing through the shower door, and that's the uh, I know what you did last summer. What kind oh, of idiot is that? Like, her last name was Shivers. That's why it was called Shivers. Yeah. Um, I do kind of want to go back now. I want at least watch the beginning of the second part because I want to see like how they explain that ending. Was it ending a dream? Oh, it's bullshit. It's just a cheesy jump scare. It's a hook you throw on at the end of a movie. Yeah, oh, I know now, but like, if she's like, if that was the end, like, oh, okay, then she dies. No. But in the second one, she's like, why? What? You know, they, they totally just dismiss it. Yeah, like, was that just a dream sequence? Actually, after the credits, there's this same jump scare, but it's Anhesia's butthole. It's Anhesia's yeah. butthole that comes out. Smoking a cigarette. <laughs> it's, uh, it's grotesque. Nice. All right, well, anyway, that's, uh... That's uh, I know what you did last summer. So let's move on to uh, let's wrap this up with favorite kill. Don't act like you didn't love it. Favorite kill. All right. Uh, this movie doesn't have the highest of body counts. Yeah, come to think of it. So nachos, what's your favorite kill? Jeez, buddy, that's a good question. I mean, I mean, like, dude, I don't even fucking know. That's probably Sarah Michelle Geller, right? Yeah. Because, like, what, Ryan Phillippe, how does he even die? He just gets stabbed with the hook. Yeah, off screen. Yep. Okay. Uh, yeah, let's do the rundown real quick. They hit the dude with the car. He doesn't die, obviously. Yeah, he's obviously he's not killer. dead. Uh, Max gets hooked in the jaw. Mm -hmm. and which Under the chin. And then, I guess, dies off screen. And then, uh, oh, nope, I take it back. That cop, because he turns into a blood geyser. Yep, there's the cop. Uh, then Bridget Wilson. Bridget Wilson. Um, just gets slashed. Yeah, then you see her dead. But wow, how is this even R? Yeah, it's a surprise. Like, how is this R? 
I will go with the uh, the, the cop. That's what I'm gonna go with because hooks him, all the mouth blood and blah blah blah. All right. How about you, Marshall? Um, I. The best sequence overall, I like I said, is um, the Sarah Michelle Gellar thing. That whole thing drawn out. That whole drawn out sequence is really good. It's a good change. Fuck, this is rated R. That's a good question of how this was rated R. Oh, because they say fuck a lot. Nary a boob. There's really? no boobs. There's no sex scenes. And the barely any gore, but yeah. Um, yeah. I'm probably going to go with Max in the beginning. Oh, because it, it's, it's it's a good jump scare. You got the steam, the fog block, and he comes out, cooks him in these jars, and then he pulls him and yanks him over like the crawdad stuff, and the blood streaks there. And it, so I, I'll go with that one. It's probably my favorite. Max is um, we'll we'll go there. I mean, except it's, it's a really low count for this one. Yeah, and, come to think of it, it's not very gory. And they're all with everybody's killed with the same weapon, so it's not a variety of uh, deaths either. Yeah, he's not Voorhees in it. Yeah. So, that's it. Let's move on. Just when you thought it was over, here comes the odds and ends. All right. So, ratings. IMDb, 5.8 out of 10. That's pretty average. That's right. Average the best. I was surprised. They they were pretty low. Not I thought this movie would have better ratings, given the fact that it kind of was, came out like in the the relaunch of the horror movie yes, in the 90s. Yes, the, the post-scream modern era. Yeah. Uh, Ron Tomeo is 43% on the thermometer. With a forty percent audience score. Damn, that's kind of. I'm really surprised. I mean, forty percent for our audience score is high for us, but yeah. still lower than I thought for this movie. And you know what? Fuck Rotten Tomatoes anyway. Yeah. They're a bunch of uppity turds. Amazon, they have no standards on Amazon because right. Amazon gives it a four and a half out of five. <laughs> I okay. Uh... Um, plot keywords. Uh, there were a lot. There were like over a hundred. I wrote down three. All right, what you got? Um. First one I wrote down was stupid victim is <laughs> a plot keyword. I think that's a first. Yeah, stupid victim. All right. Um, again, I need, I wish uh, Aaron's here. We, we, I need to drop a beat because we got boo, 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 psychotronic. Yeah, I don't understand what psychotronic is, is but it apparently is everything. Know? Apparently not. Psychotronic is just everything. Um, and lastly, Deep cleavage was a blocky word. Now, I will stand behind that yeah. one. I will stand by that, too. All right, so next up is all okay, the trivia. Me, Anne Hayes' butthole wasn't a Anne butthole was not not blocky word. Huh. All right, so... Uh, <laughs> all right, moving on to trivia. All right, so trivia, we got... There's a long, long list of trivia I was able to find. Because, I mean, this was a big, major movie, so there's a lot of information found on this. I didn't write down all of it, but I wrote down a lot of it. All right. Um... So, here's something that I, I did not know this until, uh, I, I don't think I know this, knew this anyway. But apparently, uh, so Kevin Williamson wrote, um, he wrote it in the early to mid-90s and he shopped it around to all the studios who all said no. Since at the time, slashes were all dead at this point, so he, so he packed it away. Yeah. Then, in about 1985, I'll, I'll say for a friend... And while in the midst of getting a shining like cabin fever and watching a news story about the Florida's Gainesville Ripper, he suddenly got inspired and whipped out the 120-page screenplay for Scream in about 48 hours. He submitted that to the studios, and Miramax eagerly bought it up and produced it. Scream, of course, became on a massive hit, and in December of 96, he singly revitalized the slasher genre, and at that point, Williamson took the I Know What You Did Last Summer script out of the mothballs, resubmitted it, Columbia Pictures, then bought it, um, Bought that up and then released, obviously. So, 
a lot of people said this movie was a Scream ripoff, but it really Scream was a ripoff of this movie. It just this didn't get ah. related till didn't get released till afterwards. That's weird. I never knew that. Yeah. Um, so the ice inside the storage boat, the boat that she's climbing right, through. That shit was fake. Um, it was fake. It was all made of gelatin. So John Love Hugh could comfortably move around inside it and not actually ice. So it was gelatin ice. Okay. Yeah. That's odd, but all right. Um, writer uh, Louise Duncan, who wrote the actual novel this is based on, was vehemently opposed yeah. to her young adult novel being reworked into a slasher film, saying she was appalled in one interview this is due to the fact that her youngster daughter was murdered by an unknown assailant in 1989. She said, as the mother of a murdered child, I don't find violent death something to, uh, to squeal and giggle about. Her original book, although wasn't far off from the slasher, though, it's still a bunch of uh, guilty teens being stalked and terrorized by a murderous madman. It's just that in the book, nobody actually dies uh, in her version. And so that's the sense of more of an old school mystery than a slasher. Um, the rocky roads surrounding uh, the beach where Julie, Ray, Heron, and have their hit and run um, is uh, frequently in the same uh, mountainous road location that was used in Alfred Hitchcock's classic, The Birds. Oh, I love that movie. Um, I know I come on this later, but the beach that they're on in the opening where they're, you know, having all their little make yeah, beach yeah. sex. The, in the movie, is called Dawson's Beach, which is a ah, nod to ah, Kevin ah, Williamson's ah, time as a writer for Dawson's Creek. That's pretty fun. Uh, Jennifer Love Hewitt actually auditioned for the role of Helen, Sarah Michelle Gellar's character, while Sarah Michelle Gellar auditioned for the role of Julie, Jamie, uh, Jennifer Love Hewitt's character. That's fun. Reese Witherspoon auditioned, but changed her mind and withdrew from it. Uh, she did, however, recommend her then-boyfriend, Ryan Phillippe, for the role of Barry. Huh. So Reese Witherspoon was responsible for getting Barry... I guess, cast, or at least influential in it, or Ryan Phillippe cast. Um, let's see. Uh, the scene in which they're on the beach sitting around the campfire telling ghost stories was inspired um, by inspired by a painting that Jim Gillespie had seen in a reference book uh, to achieve this image. The art department purchased an old book in Bodega Bay, cut it in half, and placed it on the beach location. Uh, director uh, Jimmy Blanks originally put together a trailer as an audition to direct, but it came in a week too late and he lost the job. However, producer Neil H. Moretz remembered Blanks' uh, entry and later hired him to direct Urban Legend, which you were commenting on earlier. Yeah, yeah not bad. Uh, speaking of up and up, uppity people who can go fuck themselves, um, <laughs> this film was included on Roger Ebert's most hated list. Whatever. Yep. Um, yeah. Um, so back to the book. In the book, the killer, Bud Collinworth, who is the older brother of the boy the kids run over at the beginning, David Gregg, assumes two separate identities, Bud and Collie, and Bud Collinworth, and infiltrates Julie and Helen's lives that way, pretending to be a suitor for both of them, try, so trying to hit on date both of them, All right. but really setting them up for a murder, while setting them up for a murder. Bud is described as a young 23-year-old, handsome, fair-haired guy with dark eyes, a war veteran, much different from Ben Willis's hulking middle-aged uh, phantom fisherman in the novel. He ends up stealing Julie from Ray at one point, steals away from Ray, and the two become boyfriend-girlfriend. It's not until the end of the story realize that Bud and Collie are the same person. Uh, we have assumed that they're two separate characters up to this point. He also shoots Barry and paralyzes him in one scene. 
Uh, Ray figures out Bud Kylie's identity at the end and clubs him over the head as Kylie is trying to attack Julie. Nobody dies in the book except for David Gregg before the story starts, and the kids turn themselves in for the hinted run at the ending. Um, there's also hints that Julie's mom is psychic and that she seems to predict Bud's attack on Julie at the ending and other calamitous events throughout the story. So that's the original novel. Yo, that sounds fucking stupid. Yeah. Psychic mom! Psychic mom! Also, the, the author's like, I don't think uh, murder is anything laughing giggle, but I'm going to have a guy, a kid get shot and paralyzed. Yeah, Barbara Gordon. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um... Uh, the college student in the film's climax who in silhouette delivers Julie party invitation while she's in the shower is her formerly introduced college friend, Deb, who drove back to Southport around the 4th of July 1997 in which the fishermen attacked. So it's just we're seeing her roommate again, supposedly. Um, back to Lewis Clark Duncan, notoriously hated Kevin Williamson's slasher reinvention of a relatively nonviolent story, blah, 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 which was written in 1973. She didn't hide her hostility to the media and said she was outraged at how bloody Williamson made her story, which isn't really that bloody. Not really. However, the movie was a blockbuster, though, spawning several sequels and even a TV series. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Which we should talk about that. I watched that, too. Um, And this didn't hurt Duncan's book sales, which quadrupled tenfold after after this movie came out. But let me shit talk this movie. But I'm getting rich off of it anyway. Uh, Being of her, she wrote the original book in 1973. Duncan is a unique author in that she likes to re-release her novels from time to time, kind of like Disney re-releasing movies from the vault, from the vault, uh, updating them to contemporary with contemporary references and keeping the story current. She just re-released "I Know What You Did Last Summer" and replaced references to the Vietnam War with the Iraq War. Excuse me, Iraq War, adding cell phone, social media, and texting references to keep the story relatable to today's teen audiences. That's kind of slick. For the most part, this approach works. Duncan's stories hold up pretty well. Um, they say, and in parentheses, better in some ways to the, mo- the 1997 movie, which has dated 90s fashions and music references. Yes. Um, at one point, Daniel Harris was considered for the role oh, of Julie James. Yep. Hail the Queen. Uh, Ryan Phillippe uh, re- revealed to HuffPost that he received an out-of-the-blue text message on Twitter from Muse Watson on the 4th of July in 2017. When the movie's events take place, just saying, hello, old friend. So the killer oh. randomly text messaged Ryan Filippi on 4th of July saying, hello, old friend. That's good yeah, shit. Yeah, I think that's hilarious. That's pretty good. That's a, that, Yeah, that's a good sport. Uh, Jennifer Love Hewitt, who at the time was mainly known for a role in the television series Party of Five, was cast in the lead of Julie James based on her ability to project vulnerability, which the producers, director, and writer unanimously agreed upon. Once on board, producers felt her... her, her <laughs> this is where it once on board, the producers, who are normally, you know, like Weinstein, slimy fuckers, mm-hmm. felt her physique was a huge asset, so they dressed her in low-cut shirts, which became the prominent image featured in marketing. So they basically, this girl's got some big old titties. Let's we show them off. Money. We yep. can make money. Let's, let's, let's um, probably feature those titties in all of our marketing campaigns. Right. <laughs> like I said, remember, she had just turned 18 when she signed over this, too, so... In 2009, the horror website in Arrow, uh, an arrow in the head, shows 18-year-old Jennifer Love Hewitt's boobs in this film as number eight on their list of top ten boobs in horror movies, even though she doesn't go topless in this movie. Oh, I would have gone top ten tatas. There you go. Yeah. That's phonetically pleasing to say. It is. 
Uh, the film originally had a different ending when Julie James is chatting with Ray online. She gets a, the pool party invitation, and then another person starts to chat with her, typing in, I still know. Then the killer jumps out at her. The ending was used as a teaser trailer for the sequel. Okay, I knew I saw that. Yep. This is like Hookman 69, 420. Now, this one is proper... Um, I think this is proper sleaze, and, and we just get tie this back into with a horrible horror hall of famer, which oh. I kind of love this one. All right, what you got? Director Jim Wynorski. Yeah! And you know what he's famous for, uh, who well, normally makes R-rated sex comedies and horror films full of naked women, directed Jennifer L. Hewitt in a PG-rated comedy called The Munchies, 1992. Oh, that's a bad movie. When she was 13. After seeing her in I Know What You Did Last Summer a few years later, he said he wished he could have directed her in one of his R-rated films because seeing her naked at that point would have made it a huge success. I mean, he's not wrong. He's not wrong, but that's just weird for guys. Like, yeah, I remember when she was 13. I wanted to see her naked then. I want to see her easy, naked Jim, now. Easy. So I was watching Terror Tunes. Uh, that's a Jim Wynorski flick. It's got David Carradine in it. Okay. And so, legit, the movie starts with him hanging himself. <laughs> <laughs> but he didn't have his dick in his hands. So. Oh well, well, th- is it really is it really the same thing then? That's the uh, direct European cut. <laughs> <Uncut. laughs> All right, moving on. We get to play the budget game. It's now time to play everyone's favorite game. Guess the budget. All right, all right, all right. Nachos. We have. Not one, not two, but three oh, different numbers for you to be guessing oh, this week. Buddy boy. So what, as we always do, we start with the budget. What do you think the budget was for the 1997? I know what you did last summer. Uh, I'm going to like eight million. I don't know. Right? You're going eight mil? Sure. Eight mil. All right. Uh, let's see. Nacho says eight million. Board, show me eight million. He chose poorly. Seventeen million. Oh wow! Yeah. Seventeen. All right, you can redeem yourself here. Now you can just what is the opening weekend? Opening. What do they make opening weekend? Oh, I mean they definitely made their money back. Uh, I don't know, like twenty-three. Twenty-three million. Yeah. All right. Hmm. Let's see what what does he do? He chose poorly. <laughs> Getting the third one wrong too. Opening weekend, 15818645 Oh shit. Did it? Did not make its money back opening weekend. That's kinda of, oh that's weird. Yeah. Came close, but not. But now, what is their to- gross, total gross in US and Canada? Well, weird Canadian dollars. So it's, like, <laughs> it's like the twenty five loonies or the something. The damn loonies shit. and goonies and schmoomies. It's like it, it uh, all together. All I, together. That's fucking that's 30, 30, 30 million. 30 million. All right. What do you got? That's wrong. He chose poorly. Yeah, you're way off on this one. I'm Ann H's bottle over here. Gross in US and Canada, 72,586,134. Damn. All right. So it. Had a slow opening weekend, maybe, but man, it came back. It made a lot of money in the U.S. and Canada. Do you think they re-released it? Like, coming back to theaters this fall? No, I don't I think they did that in 97. I know they did that with Scream, for sure, because I saw it twice. 
Uh, lastly, gross worldwide, all over the world, our happy little globe. How much do you think it made? Dude, one billion. <laughs> one <dollars>. billion. <laughs> well, I don't think it's any surprise it there. <laughs> Poorly. Yeah. <laughs> gross worldwide, a hundred and twenty-five million. Uh, hey, good for them. Pretty damn good for seventeen million at the in nineteen ninety-seven. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, Columbia is... But that's a Sony company, I think. Anyway, moving on. Moving on. Uh, That brings us to five-star reviews, also known as Mortal Kombat Combat. Let's just go. At the end of this day, one shall stand, one shall fall. In the end, when the dust settles, who will be left standing after Mortal Kombat Combat? All right, all right, here we go. Five-star reviews, here we go. Uh, there were 2,767 total reviews on Amazon. Say what? 72% of them are five stars, with only 2% being one star. So very, very lopsided uh, reviews for this one. Um... Starting off the five stars, um, from Sean Wandersee, the quintessential late 90s horror film, attractive cast, self-aware dialogue, lots of popular music on the soundtrack, big cordless phones, crappy 80s, 90s cars, midriffs. The only thing that is missed is there is, isn't a single pager anywhere to be seen. Oh, no shit. Jennifer Love Hewitt is great as the girl detective and everyone else is just along for the ride. The killer has a great, unique look. The chase sequences are good and tense, especially the chase through the department store. I think I like this more than Scream, uh, uh, giving it the prize for best slasher of the late 90s because the ghost killer can be a tad goofy, whereas the rain slicker killer, sure, why not, is just a menacing presence. The movie gets big bonus points for featuring one of my favorite bands, Southern Culture, on the skids in a cameo as the band at the beginning of the film. Five stars. Uh, from... Double O O Outdoors just writes interesting. Five stars. Okay, all right. Yeah, it was interesting. Not to be outdone by Michael G, who writes interesting movie. Five stars. Wow. <laughs> These motherfuckers should be like. Followed by Lottie, who writes like. Five stars. <laughs> One word like. Again, I think people don't understand the concept of five stars. They don't understand this. Wait, did the next guy type thumbs up emoji, period? Mike writes, late 90s horror gender at its best. I don't know what genre, horror gender is. It, it, but they get, I'm getting so lost. They're adding more and more levels. This LBGQT thing. They're, the entire alphabet's in there now. Yes. So maybe horror is a gender now. No, I don't I fucking know. I sexually identify as I know what you did last summer. That's how I sexually identify? Yeah. <laughs> Sweet stag mugs. Where'd you get those? Uh, th yeah, I got some sweet stag mugs over there. I got those from um, a night of pillaging <laughs> after yeah. drinking. And looting. Yeah. <laughs> Those are uh, the spoils uh, <laughs> of uh, Monday Night Beer Club. <laughs> spoils of war. Um, so we had a mic. We had a mic. And now Aaron chimes in. Oh, yeah. 
Not enough foot fetish for me in this movie. <laughs> Five stars. No, 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 no. Aaron writes, I like this movie. It was a good movie. Scary. It was sweet. Did I mention scary? I don't co what else to say. Five stars. Spellcheck did not do its job. Again, I think he was too busy jerking. He had like another window open with the feet on the side. He was too He was typing one-handed. Like a mannequin foot kicking him in the face. Blue mannequin foot. Sorry. Blue mannequin. Um... Yeah, the, the, the spelling and typing of this bad one was pretty bad. And lastly, from Michael McIntyre, AMAZING! Five stars. <laughs> all bold, all caps, three exclamation marks. And that's that. The rest of the, a lot of the other five-star reviews, were again, there were tons of them I didn't go through, them, but a lot of, some of them were commenting on just the DVD. I was like, it's good, it's good, blah, blah, blah. They weren't, they were very similar. But now we go to the one-star reviews. Yeah, <laughs> the other side of this coin here. The other, yeah, the opposite end of the spectrum. Um, these people were way more passionate and decided to write a lot more than just one or two words in their reviews. Okay. So from Keith, so buckle up. Keith, the late 90s was total entertainment garbage. From the recycled and repackaged music to movies starring Jennifer Love Hewitt, Buffy, Prince Jr., and Ryan Felipe... Taking a decent book and turning it into garbage. The acting is terrible. The loosely based story is terrible versus the book. The fact that it uh, churned out some sequels is just as bad. This movie aged terribly and lucky for us, the flavor of the week actors and actresses of this era have also faded away. One star. That dude sounds like a miserable cunt. Yeah, there's a lot of... These people do not like... There's a lot of venomous, angry people in these... uh, Stephanie writes, and I put in quotes, this one confuses me. Okay. Um, she writes, watched it with my teens, good times, one star. Huh? If you watch it with your teens, I'm guessing your kids, okay. But then you write good times, and you still give it one star. Marshall, I think we can both agree on this. Why she talk? Why is she talking? I'm going to say, what's it, take, what's it fucking take to get five stars from her if this movie got one star and it was good times? She's watching, like, this is a brooder flick with her family. Like, she that expects the shit. movie to, like, make her, like, come or something. Like, if I, that movie doesn't make me come, it ain't getting five stars. Like, I don't know. What what do you expect? If I'm not jizzing in my pants and a pizza shows up at my Yeah, <laughs> it ain't getting five stars. No five stars. Richard R. Lopez writes, and he writes, this is capital letters. The first, it, I-T, capital letters, was good when I was a teenager. Um, again, one star, but again, because it is all capitalized, which makes me think, is he referring to it, the movie? Yeah. yeah. Instead of this movie. Right. So. Hmm. Cause he watched it last summer. He's like, what was the name of that movie? It was it. Yeah. yeah that was it. It part two. <laughs> Electric Boogaloo. Um, Judge Fear writes, this movie is the worst quote unquote horror film ever. Oh, Judge Strap Fear. In, motherfucker. Judge Fear, you have, you lived a sheltered life, my friend, you if this is the worst you you've ever seen. Stupid, naive, <laughs> You son of a bitch. <laughs> the director sucks. Scary Movie One's mockery of this movie was better than this. I rate this negative one. There's nothing good I can say about this garbage. One star. Judge Fear, you have lived a sheltered, sheltered life, my friend. Must be nice. <laughs> you and your privilege. <laughs> From Thaddeus Markham. The scariest thing about this film was the fact that so many of us sat through the entire film. Hey, I'll admit it. I sat through all, through all of it. And yes, I've since repented for my terrible crying. This film will not scare you at all. It is laughable. And the only thing that I had, it had going for it was selling the traditional teeny flick that would entice every 13 to 17 year old to come and see what you're missing. 
Thanks, but no thanks. I saw this film by tragic misfortune, thinking that all the pleasant reviews I've heard, uh, I heard couldn't possibly be based on the critique of the same people who love Dawson's Creek. Well, my dear friends, it appears as if I it were the case. Uh, oh, this is long. Okay, sorry guys. This, the, the these giant, get long. When you're the giant, in say. this film, we get to see Sarah Michelle Gellar, General of Hewitt, Ryan Field being Freddie Prince Jr. in what is now considered the modern day rat pack from hell strut their stuff across the stage that they were trying out for parts in the senior play. It's terrible and we can safely say this film is a crime against serious horror lovers worldwide. But a killer is on the loose. Ooh, ah, who cares? I could have written this plot in a morphine-induced state. Heck, the possums in my backwoods could have written the script. It was hardly the stuff of Hitchcock. Heck, it was hardly the stuff of a third grader. Let's all make up a story time time. This film was foolish, dull-witted. It had no purpose except to, to obviously make us all jump in predictable scream sessions. There is another flaw to this film, the obnoxious appearance of Bridget Wilson, better known as viewers as oh. the chick from Billy Madison. Please do not watch this film. Instead, you'd better you'd be better served to go hear your great Aunt May ramble on about her childhood. Even better, go to first grade story time and listen in. I can guarantee you the plot will be better. One star. Well, it looks like somebody's creative writing class has been paying off. Yeah, there's such anger and venom here. Um, the last one, this is the camera link one too, but last two from Wolfgang731. The fact that anyone found this movie even remotely frightening and considers it good tells me that most people nowadays don't know what goes into making a good horror movie. What we have here are pretty people in prettier automobiles running away from a... What? First, first, first of all, do you ever know who drives like a schlumpy fucking Fuck Dodge yeah. Aries? It is not a pretty automobile. It is it's a, a beater. Yeah. from it, like the bad part of the, the There's one nice car in this entire room that's Ryan Philippe's and it's not even like... It's like... It's a bin. It's, it's, a, it's, it's a, a BMW, I right, believe. yeah. Other than that, like everybody else drives completely normal cars and like old trucks. Like, get, it's, get off that shit. Um, anyway... Uh, pretty almost running away from a killer with a meat hook for a weapon and a rain slicker for a disguise. Another prime example of big studio assembly line movie making. Minor details worth mentioning that only add to the frustration of watching this film are uh, North, Carolina, North Carolina does not have coastal mountains with the exception of northern New England. This is not U.S. Atlantic coastal topography. If it was July, why was there smoke coming out of everyone's mouth as though it was late fall? North Carolina is painfully hot and humid in the summer. Nobody, and I mean nobody, smoked with a southern drawl. Seeing as it is a rural southern community, one would think that it would be unheard of for its residents to speak with a twang. Not a good point. My sister lived in the general vicinity of where these characters supposedly lived, and I guarantee you there were bubbas all over the place. Again, a small rural fishing village is not normally inhabited by teenagers that seemingly shop at Melrose Avenue and drive around in luxury cars. Again, motherfucker, nobody did! There's one nice car! One! Get over it. Yeah, Jennifer Love Hewitt's car is pretty nice, though. And everybody yeah, was like cool. middle class. The only rich guy was Ryan Phillippe. And you know what? If you're living in a fish and you are a very successful fisherman who own a bunch of boats or own some shit, yeah, you can make a ton of money that way. So, yeah, you could be rich. And you have a one one or two rich people in a small coastal village. His daddy done run the fish center. And, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, so there are just so many production flaws. It's mind-boggling. John Carpenter filmed Halloween in Southern California. With the exception of one lone palm tree that made it into the final cut, you swore you were in a small town in Illinois. You know why? Because he cared about what he was doing. With a microscopic budget, he created one of the most brilliant, not to mention successful horror films of all time. Copied and parodied in equal measure, yet never replicated. 
Everything here is cookie cutter and mindless, just plain stupid and overwalled. This movie both blows and sucks. One star. And last one from Thomas Angelo Zunick. I will start by taking away one star I gave this movie. This movie is a disgrace to horror flicks. I know what you did last summer is a product of an alarming number of designer horror movies being produced by Hollywood. If uh, if you're going to make a horror movie, make a horror movie. Go all the way. None of this cop-out editing and close-ups on an axe dripping blood. We we want to see the axe going into General of Hewitt's head. We want to see the giant hook gouge out Brandy's eyes in, a, in I Still Know. That's the director of this movie was obviously more concerned about worrying if Sarah Michigan's pants were on tight enough. The only uh, massacre going on, and I know what you did last summer, was the actors reading the script. I bet I know what they're doing this summer. Dot 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 making another terrible I know what you did last summer sequel. Gag me with a hook. One star. What the fuck? Like it's good to voice your opinion, but also shut the fuck up, you're wrong. Yeah. Um so that brings us to our final reviews. Final say, I'm stunned at the, the like. The grand, yeah. it was it was very very minor. It was seventy two percent five two percent one star. These people, but my Jesus God, Christ. I never thought I was surprised by how much people hate this movie. Like I read these reviews, like did they watch like Fear Three? Have they watched Neither Driller? Have they watched some of this other shit? Like my God, no, no, a lot of my people on God. the planet have. It's going to be like a Clockwork Orange scenario where they have like Alex's eyes. Broken, yeah. You know, Yeah, so take it away, Nacho. All right, yeah, so, dude, this movie, uh, straight out the gate, I give it I give it five Anne H's plot holes, for starters. And uh, don't worry, I'll get to your thing. And, <laughs> and it's, uh, you know, like, this movie's not hurting anybody. It's fun. It's definitely a product of its time. It's post-screen. Mm-hmm. And we can tell. Well, actually, it isn't, but it is, but it isn't. It's, it's definitely part of the second half of it. Is my mic out? What's up? Are we good? Yeah, I think we're okay. Okay. Uh, so... I don't know, this this movie has a fun plot, you know, you have likable characters, some not really decent deaths. Uh, this movie's harmless. It's not hurting anybody. You might have a fun time watching it. Heaven forbid you stick around with your buddies, get a couple beers or buds in, yeah, and just sit down and watch this as part of a post-screen, uh, maybe tag-team this in with Urban Legends, and this is so good, it's... <laughs> so good to scare you, right? All right, fair enough. Um, yeah, I'm stunned. I was stunned to see how much like the people hate it. That goes, Grant. It was a much smaller population size, sample size, just to say for the one stars. But man, yeah, I, the things they were saying is, it made no sense to me. Like, like this movie raped me when I was a child. Yeah, it's like like it's cookie cutter. How like first of all, it it came out right after Scream, which re yeah, it reinvented the wheel. It brought back slashers back. You know, so be happy that happened and. I, I think it's a great movie. I look back like, man, I think it's still a good movie. I fucking own it, so they win. Yeah, I mean, I, I thought this was a fine movie. The acting's not terrible. Those are good actors. They had on very successful, good careers. The script's not terrible. Hell, it's written by the same people who write Scream. You love Scream, so shut the fuck up. Written by the exact same guy. Yeah! Exact same guy. Uh, Grant, he wrote it so earlier, but I'm sure he went back and touched it up. And I think it's fine. It's a fun movie. Yes, it's not that gory. There's no tits, whatever, but it's still fun. It's still a good movie. It has its place in, in the horror 
especially the late '90s horror oh, pantheon yeah. film. Yes. It, you know, it 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 holds its, its it holds up. I think it it rightfully should be considered one. You know, the best horror movies of that time period. You have you know after Scream, you have I know what you did last summer. Now the sequels, no, but you can say the same thing about a lot of movie sequels. Oh my god, yes, yes. Um, I mean, part two's dog shit. But and part three, right, I'll always know. Come on, that one I think our or was runner up in our horrible horror March movie madness tournament of awfulness a few years years ago. Oh buddy, I watched it once a long time ago. I'll always know it just is dog shit. That's terrible. But but at that point, that was straight to video. That wasn't in theaters, and you know, that so was it's a straight up cash grab. Yeah. So, I don't know. I 100% say this movie, if you, for some reason, you haven't seen it, watch it, man. I mean, it's a good movie. The acting's good. It was good for its time. I think it still holds up to this day. The killer is unique. For, again, for the time, it's properly intimidating. does look scary. Um, and just like Scream, man, it launched, like, a whole lot of, you know, other things after this because of this movie. Uh, and the cast is amazing. And you do get, you might not get tips, but you get some damn good cleavage shots. Right. You got some nice boobies to look at. Sarah Michelle has got some nice gams. She got those legs showing out. Legs for legs, days. Legs, Bar- good. legs for days. Um, so, yeah, uh, I disagree with the one stars. Definitely, I enjoy this movie. I remember in college, I had the movie poster for this movie. No shit. Yeah, I had it. And uh, I would always, I hung up in all my dorm rooms. I, I remember I had, uh, my first, my freshman year, I hung up right above my, my bed, on the wall by my bed. Nice. And because it's a big full size movie poster right. everything's blown up you got the you know that blue thing of like all the characters like in the blue oh, and then you got yeah. the killer in the red in the bottom corner but in the front corner front is Jennifer Love Hewitt and like her tits are right there and in a movie poster are both are giant so I'm like every night I'm laying there and I can look up and see Jennifer Love Hewitt's tits above my head yeah, and I look it was her tit lullaby it was it was a tit lullaby and that movie poster got worn out because not I, not the way you're thinking. So much gogurt. Yeah. No, it's because I, I, I always have taken it up, taken it down, put it up, take it down. Every time I move rooms or you know, summer vacation, we're, we're just wearing down. And, you know, yeah, I had to, I had to put on like either a tape or like that tacky, Tack. that blue tacky stuff on the back yeah. of it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that movie poster got a lot of wear and tear in my college days because I just, uh, I loved it. I, had, I just collected a bunch of horror movie posters back in the day. Uh, that was my favorite one. I, was I had a Halloween H2O movie poster, and I had I had the Ninth Gate, that giant debt movie. But I never saw that. It was actually pretty good. I, I liked heard, it. I heard good things about it. Um, uh, but anyway, um, yeah. So that's it. We're gonna wrap it up. Um, thanks for listening, guys. Hope you enjoyed. It wasn't too bad. I hope. Uh, well, Marshall, is it so bad? It's oh, it's so bad. It's good. Man. Okay, thank so you. So bad. It's good. Um, yeah. So uh, next week, or hopefully it's next week. If all plans work, everything works out next week. We have a big special episode. If not, it'll be pushed back. But we're hoping for next week. And so look look uh, forward to Horrible Horror Masterpiece Theater coming up at you next. You sure so, you don't want to go trash for peace? <laughs> it could be trash for peace, yeah. Well, I'll let, that's, that's fine. I'll let you take it. Uh, it's one of the two. Um, so, but we'll tell you, you'll learn more about it when the episode actually comes up. So in the meantime, guys, watch more horror movies. And remember to always stay spooky and keep it tight.